on 97.3. City 97.3. Accra. There can be no other than to burn three. No need to change. Keep it tuned to City. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. Are y'all ready? Get yourself a little room because this one's going to require some movement.
626. Welcome to Thursday, September 15. Good morning, bonjour, buenos dias. Many, many thanks for joining us. This is the City Breakfast Show, live on your dial 97.3 FM. My name is Nathan Kral, sitting in for Bernard Avle. Sounds of Israel Hilton and the New Breed. Call this one with long life. That's what we all want. We want good health and long life. It's one of the biggest blessings we want from God. May be so. Amen. We are running till 10 a.m. And it's always an honor bringing you this show. It's not our show, it's yours. That's why we want you to keep in touch. And have a conversation with us on the number 0549-986-996. Tweet at us at City973, hashtag CityCBS. And if you are moving about in Ghana or all over the world, you are listening to us via citynewsroom.com. Start off with our business sense. Brought to us by ADB. Now, if your salary goes through ADB, they've got the payday plus just for you. Now, you can access up to 10,000 CDs or 80% of your next net monthly salary. There may be something's come up and you need cash urgently, but payday is not yet here. That's why the payday plus exists. If you are interested, call Meredith on 0243-273-369 or NAH on 0244-284197. Now, there are two interesting things you should note. One, there are, there's no interest on repayment within 30 days. And two, your money hits your account the same day. Isn't that wonderful? ADB, truly a Greek and more. And our business sense today comes from Warren Bennis. Warren Bennis. Warren Bennis says, the most dangerous leadership myth is that leaders are born and that there is a genetic factor to leadership. Leaders are made rather than born. So never think that somebody was born a leader. Nobody was born with that. God didn't put it in their basket. He said, hey, I've given you leadership. Leaders are made. What does it mean? It means you can learn to lead. Which means you can make yourself a leader. What does it require? Learning. Remember, leadership and learning are indispensable. That's what John F. Kennedy said. So you can learn to lead. You can learn to take visions and turn them into concrete things. You can learn to know the way, go the way, and show the way. So never think that, oh, I wasn't born a leader. No. You can make yourself one. You can learn through circumstances and you can let the more experienced hands teach you that's where mentorship comes in so leaders are made not born that's our businesses coming in from warren bennis 629 this is the city breakfast show up next is the newspaper review please stay tuned don't go anywhere we'll be right back Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS.
This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Up next is the newspaper review brought to you by Kel Chaco Toothpaste. Properly formulated and produced with the approval of the FDA and will give you a fresh breath, whiter teeth, reduces dental plaque and makes the gum healthy and strong and is recommended for adults and children from 6 years and above. Kel Chaco Toothpaste for white teeth and fresh breath all day long. Kel Chaco Toothpaste, happy smile. And your car will be smiling if you keep feeding it to Tarquat's 9000 Future 0W20. The reason why your car has been frowning at you, that's the reason. I've given you the inside filler. You are not feeding it enough to Tarquat's 9000 Future 0W20. Because it will let your car function well. That engine will be clean and protected. Join the Total Quads Nation movement now. Total Quads keep your engine younger for longer. And we need Mola. Koku Flake has a song. And Fidelity Bank is ensuring that there's more money in your pocket. Because they've bought the Fidelity Sikaboom promo. All you have to do is deposit and maintain 300 CDs and multiples of it in your Fidelity account every month during the promo period to qualify. And you could win big. They have a hundred thousand CDs in the grand prize or ask the grand prize. And the promo is running from now to February 2023. Fidelity Bank, believe with us. Do you know when the next happy day is? Let me ask Godfrey and Caleb. Guys, good morning. Do you know when the next happy day is? Next you don't know. The next happy day is yeah. next weekend. Yeah. September 24. Yeah. At the Eden Heights Sports Complex. Yeah. Christ. Oh, chairman. Oh, God. Oh, that. Yeah. Hey. You confused me a bit. My <laughs> mind was fleeing. No, 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 no. Your mind. Between, no, 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 no. Between no, payday no, no, no. and. Your uh, mind has to be on one thing, <laughs> which is the city business relationship. Yeah. 0558 The companies are registering. So if you are there, sitting in your office, eh, and we are not sure. Yo, you have all the fun and you have to wait until next year. Call 0558 to register. There are all kinds of amazing things that will be happening that day. Seven aside football, table tennis, lawn tennis, volleyball, basketball, swimming, sack race, lime and spoon, the CEO's challenge. Quite. It's happening at the Eden Heights Sports Complex at Wager from 8 a.m. September 24. We've been listening to the companies doing their JAMA sessions. Uh, you don't call and register. 
Alright, the guys already. Godfred, how are you? Caleb, how are you doing? Everybody okay? Good yes. morning, Nathan. Yes, good morning. Good yes. morning. Good Thank morning. you. Good morning. Yes. Ah, mm. uh, yes. Uh, Charlie. <laughs> Why? What was up? I see what's up. 50 pesos. Chairman. Yes, pure. I 50. Chile. Hey. Pure waiter. So, 50 so, Ghana pesos. So now, we can't even collect the change. No. Mm. No. Hey. I think. Mm. Mm. Inflation to we have to go back to penny the penny. That's the one that tie in the The inflation up to thirty three. I in August. We, we are doing well. Anyway, just, just on a just on a side <laughs> for for those listening to us in Takradi and Ho, yeah. or for those in Takradi and Ho, mm. if you are wondering how to listen to us, Premier FM in Takradi and Cool FM in Ho, sure. they are rebroadcasting the City Breakfast Show. So sure. tuning there. And enjoy our coverage. Yeah, and also, also for those who use uh, our listeners who come to Accra using the uh, Kipe Sea Road through Labadi Beach Hotel, tell us what the what, oh, yeah. situation is yeah. like in front of the the bridge in yes. front of the Labadi Beach Hotel. So it was going to be closed for about ninety days. They're, not, they're, saying, they're saying they're going to be working on it. Working they're not saying closed. It. So just let us know what the traffic situation yeah. is like if, if you, you are using road, yes. that route, that the one that can take yes, you through Chado, another one takes you through to Teshi. You know th- that bridge. Just okay, that, that's different from yeah. The bridge just, that, just after Labadi Beach Hotel. hotel. Uh-huh. Yes, that one. Good. You know, headed towards Laboma. Yeah. Yes, that route. Just let us know what the traffic situation is. But let me anyway. Uh, big stories on the front page of the Daily Graphic. Some good news. Yes. New housing program begins. Okay. Mm. <laughs> All right. New housing program begins. begins. Yeah, man. Let's add it to the list. Hmm. 12,000 units for greater Accra, Ashanti regions. We have hope. Like affordable housing? That's what they are saying. Sweet. Okay. Aisha Wan denied bail. Another accused collapses in courtroom. Mm. Photo of N. Wang uh, on the front page of the paper. Chronicle says confusion over Aisha Huang deportation. Police says she was uh, she sneaked out. Ghana Immigration Service says she was repatriated. It comes with a photograph of Aisha Huang and annual inf- 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 inflation rates. Climbs to 33.9% in August. Some chiefs are benefiting from Galamse. This is coming from Osai Chairman Sabunsu. Aisha Huan can influence big wigs. This is the judge speaking. Front page of the business analyst newspaper this morning. Yes, Sasha Water to sell at 50 pesos from September 19. When is September 19? September 19 is Monday. Monday. So for Monday, 50 pesos. 50p. Right. Okay. But chop money must also go up. But petrol prices to fall. For okay. the rest of September, mm. this is a forecast coming from the IES. Aisha one is on the front page. It's falling to where? Yeah. If it's not falling to five Ghana, we are <laughs> inflation. <laughs> for August, inflation for August, it's thirty-three percent. Yes. MP orders forty-five OMCs to settle PDM debt owed by September thirty. Mm. Business finder Ghana deserves more from minerals. Time for new framework is now. Comes with the photograph of Dr. Steve Mantia mm-hmm. and lack of relevant skills is a uh, is a setback to solving unemployment challenges. This is coming from the year boss, the year boss. The year boss. Cyber attacks, 40,000 Ghanaians saved. These are the front stories making the headlines on the business, uh, business finder. Finally, from me, the front page of the Vanguard newspaper says that an ex-convict hacks land commission's vault. Hey. Seizes over 1,500 acres of land. Okay, we'll give you details on Oof. that. China disowns Aisha Huang. Okay. It's also here. And uh, it looks like this Birmingham Games visa 
issue will not go away, says that the Commonwealth Secretariat has waded into the matter. Mm-hmm. Give you details. I have Ghanaian Times. Neglect of state property, Black Star Square left to decay, comes with mm. a big question mm. and very disturbing photographs over there. Urgent steps needed to restore facility. Apparently, this facility was built to, uh, uh, you know, commemorate. Yes, the first to celebrate. Yes, the first visit of Queen Elizabeth to Ghana. We'll give you details. Aisha Huang was repatriated. Ghana Immigration Service confirms sachet water goes up 50 pesos. Bottled water, three Ghana cities from September 19. New crusading guide. Ekufuadu boosts NPP's chances in Pando as fear grips NDC's De La Soa. And N1. Aisha Huang's immigration status in Ghana from 20, 2006 to 20, 2018. She was granted indefinite residence permit on 28th March 2015. Exclamation. <laughs> yeah, that, right. If you go online, citynewsroom.com, call for probe into Aisha Huang's saga not to score political points. Okujetu Ablakwa is saying... Aisha Huang is married to a Ghanaian businessman. That's according to a lawyer. Okay. Sashay water to sell for 50 pesos from September 19. Media has overhyped this small matter. Mm. Aisha Huang's lawyer. And the MPP is clapping back at John Mahama. Mahama lied. He's been receiving all privileges due him. Citybusinessnews.com to has some stories. Sashay water to go up to 50 pesos is here. Prices at the pumps to fall marginally, according to the IES. Prof. Mensa expectant of another increase of the NPR as inflation still soars. And MPA orders 45 OMCs to settle PDM debt, owed it by September 30+. Plus. Ghana's inflation rate rises again, hits 33.9% in August 2022. If you go to myjoyonline.com, Lawyer of uh, Aisha Huang says Aisha Huang is married to a Ghanaian businessman. DCE in Rivalfin area should be removed. Inusa Fuseni uh, also says, even if we stop today, our lands will not heal in our, our lifetime. He's talking about Galamsey. And former president Mahama not denied entitlements. That's coming in from the NPP. And the GACL revises interdiction of staff of staff who searched National Security Minister. That story also popped up yesterday. Ah, wait. Oh. They revised the interdiction? Yes. To what? We'll get into it. You just give me a okay. Because <laughs> that story, dear. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, if you go to the BBC, you can imagine what their biggest story is. Hmm. Crowds queued throughout the night for queens lying in state. And they have several stories. On Russia, Ukraine, uh, episode 235, missiles hit down near Zelensky's home city. And Swedish PM resigns as right-wing parties win vote. Okay, let me take you to the sachet water matter. Yes. And you find that on page three of the business analyst. I'm going to start from the economy. The National Executive Committee of the National Association of Sachet and Packaged Water Producers, NASPAWAP, is recommending bottled water, the small one, and sachet water to sell at two CDs and 50 pesos each respectively, effective September 19. Per the review, a bag of sachet water, 500 ml by 30, will sell at 7 cities from the retail trucks. Many shops will, however, now sell a bag of sachet water at 9 Ghana cities per bag. Mm-hmm. In the statement, mm-hmm. NASA said the price reviews have been necessitated by the rising cost of inputs such as fuel and packaging materials, which are mainly imported, increases in electricity and sachet water, which took effect from September 1, 2022. 
these reviews serve as a guide to all regional associations and to ensure uniformity across the country. Since we are mm. on the economy, annual inflation rate climbs to 39, 33.9% in August. The year-on-year inflation rate for August 2022 increased to 33.9%, up from 31.7% in July, the Ghana Statistical Service said on Wednesday. The month-on-month inflation between July 2022 and August 2022 stood at 1.9%. Food inflation for August 2022 was 34.4% compared to 32.3% the previous month. Non-food inflation stood at 33.6% from 31.3% in July. Inflation for locally produced items was 33.4% while inflation for imported items was 35.2%. Housing, water, electricity, gas and other fuels at 46.7% transport with 45.7% inflation. It goes on and on. Comes with a photograph of Dr. Uh, Professor Samuel Kobina, a name government statistician. Well, the IES, that's the Institute of Energy Security, on the front page of the business analyst, also predicting that petrol prices will fall mm-hmm. by 5% yeah. uh, as they see it for the rest of September. So we'll wait uh, for that to happen. I guess it's now Aisha Juan. Yes. Oh, yeah. Killer, what's that bitch you have? Okay. I, <laughs> so confusion. Two stories in the. Chronicle this morning, confusion over Aisha Huang deportation. The drama surrounding the notorious Chinese Galamse guru N. Huang, popularly known as Aisha Huang, and the actions of the state gets more interesting by the day. The latest are documents from two security agencies, the Ghana Police and the Ghana Immigration Service, which are giving contradictory accounts of how the suspect left the country. Whereas the Ghana Police say Aisha Huang sneaked out of the country to evade prosecution, the GIS has shown documents that she was Repatriated. It will be recalled that when the Galamse Queen Aisha Juan was arrested and arraigned before the court sometime in 2018 for engaging in illegal mining, the state entered a nolly prosecutor. The judge who had earlier complained about the slow pace of the case was left with no option but to discharge the accused days after news broke that she had been deported. Now, if you go to the Daily Graphic, they have the court proceedings from yesterday. She's been denied bail. Another accused collapses in courtroom. Uh, according to the story by Justice Agben Nossi, uh, counsel for the accused, Nkrabia Faddata, in his bill application, described the charges as minor and wondered why, after 14 days of ISIS remand, the police had not been able to complete their investigations. He accused the media of laying too much emphasis on what he described as a small case, indicating that his clients had people who had people of good substance to stand as sureties for him. Uh, Detective Inspector Frederick Sapong opposed the bill application on grounds that if granted bail, the accused persons would hamper investigations. Quote, as Aisha stands here, she cannot tell the court how she got into the country, the prosecutor added. He clarified that the accused were charged with criminal offenses and that they were not before the court by virtue of their nationality or color. In his ruling, Mr. Aqua said Aisha was a well-known Galamse operator who had gained notoriety. Quote, the accused may not appear to stand trial and may, and may interfere with evidence and hamper trial. Now, the interesting one is with the prosecution's facts. Mm-hmm. The facts before the court are that Miss Wang was first arrested in December 2017 for a similar offense but managed to sneak out of the country to avert prosecution. Mm, According to the prosecution, early this year, Aisha sneaked back into the country after changing the details in her Chinese 
passport. Quote, Aisha again resumed small-scale mining activities without license and together with her accomplices engaged in the purchase and sale of minerals in Accra without valid authority granted as required by the Minerals and Mining Act. Well, uh, lawyer, Nkrabi um, Afadate, he says uh, he doesn't understand why the media is overhyping this case. Now, he's this, uh, he views the matter in court as, quote, a small matter and is surprised at the attention the media has given it. So that story is on City Newsroom. Interestingly, Bernard Bessie is um, reporting uh, Aisha Huang can influence bigwigs, and this is attributed to the judge. And the Crown Circuit Court, presided over by Samuel Bright Aqua, has dismissed a motion filed by Captain Nkrabia Efadate, retired, and Franklin Kumako to seek bail for Juan Russia, alias Aisha Huang, and three others on grounds that. Aisha was capable of influencing some big wigs in the country to in- interfere in the trial. Mm. Mm. You have the Black Star Square story as well. Yes, I do. That is That's in the Ghanaian Times, page 16 of the Ghanaian Times. A pretty sad scene here. Black Star Square left to decay story by Julius Yao Peteti. It says the Black Star Square is fast deteriorating as Ghana's habitual neglect of key state edifices extend to the foremost public gathering space in the national capital Accra. As a result, the integrity of the facility has been compromised, making the eight stands a death trap for attendees of the many national programs that are held there. When the Ghanaian Times visited the 30,000 sitting capacity square, also known as the Independence Square, over the last one week, it observed cracks in the concrete slabs which serve as seats with corroded iron rods in the beams caused by the breeze from the sea some 200 meters south of the facility. The writer tells us that... um, he met some squatters who had who have made a place home. Some of them uh, evicted from the Agbabuloshi demolition. Others too migrated down from uh, the north. Ibrahim Musa, for example, migrated down. Now he said he made efforts to get authorities to speak, and a highly placed source at the Public Works Department, Prestige, former manager of the facility told the Ghanaian Times that a comprehensive audit of the facility had been submitted to the Ministry of Works and Housing in 2016, but little has been done to restore its integrity. We are told that he had also written to... um, Now, the place is managed by the office of the president, and he had written there for some responses, but they said that he should bring Mm. uh, more letters so that he can get the right person to talk to. Okay. Mm. Well, new housing program is in the offing, According to Francis Asensobuachi, Minister of Works and Housing, it says that the Ministry of Works and Housing is rolling out a national revised affordable housing program. Emphasis mine, national revised mm-hmm. affordable mm-hmm. housing program mm-hmm. to provide an initial 12,000 housing units at Pukuya Siniakra in Dedesia in the Ashanti region, dubbed Mifi to wait my house. Okay. The program is expected to take off in November this year. It is targeted at both the public sector workers, public sector workers and individuals in the private and informal sectors who will be able to provide evidence of a regular source of income. Now, this is under a PPP, with the government absorbing 40, uh, 40% of the cost of the housing units by providing land and infrastructure such as roads, water, electricity and drainage and sewage systems. According to the story, they have... Uh, acquired 161 hectares of land in the two locations. 
Now, if you go further uh, into the story, there are two parts. The part on page 20 of the paper talks about then what happens to Saglemi. Mm. And touching on the Saglemi housing project, Mr. Sesubwachi said, although the issue was in court, mm-hmm. the government was committed to ensuring the completion of the project and an arrangement that would ensure value for money. Quote, currently we are looking at various options that will be viable, affordable, and give value for money because the kind of infrastructure that we need to put in place to make the project habitable is quite expensive. The options include the government sourcing for funds to complete the project and giving it out as accommodation to the security agencies. Another option is to give the project to the private sector for completion so that it can in turn sell the unit, take the profits, and pay whatever proceeds will be left after the transactions into national Coffers. Mm. Mm. We're still looking at options after six years. Yes, yes. Oh. Mm. Okay, if you go to my joint online, go for the story of uh, the Ghana Airport Company and the search of mm-hmm. the Sigahan mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Good. So the story says, <laughs> this is on my joint online. Yes. It says the Ghana Airport Company says it has revised its decision to interdict its staff who conducted a pre boarding search on the National Security Minister. In a statement dated September 13, the GACO said the decision. Uh, was due to, quote, further consultations mm. and the facts which have since uh, come to its attention, end quote. The company noted that, quote, the committee of inquiry shall proceed with this mandate as spelt out in the convening order, end quote. So, well, ha- however they the- couch it, we just thank heavens that somebody spoke sense hmm. to the Ghana Airport Company Limited. That is all. <laughs> we thank God. Well, who, who told them what? Yes, I don't know. But I mean the 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 directive that came out. I mean, come on. (laughs) Clearly, Monday this job. We have not increased transport fares, GPRTU. Mm-hmm. There's some good news there. The Ghana Private Road Transport Union, GPRTU, says it has not increased transport fares. Mr. Richard Yao Amankwa, Deputy General Secretary in Charge of Operations, GPRTU, told the Ghana News Agency that it was planning to increase transport fares, but yet to meet the Ministry of Transport to present its proposal for consideration. He explained that at their last meeting with the sector minister in May this year, it was agreed that transport fares would be adjusted automatically anytime fuel prices went up by more than 10% cumulatively. He said the union was worried about the increasing cost of fuel and the pumps, hence its decision to benchmark transport fares against fuel prices to sustain the transport business. Quote, we have done our survey on fuel prices and spare parts. On Monday, leadership will meet to agree to, um, to agree on the percentage to charge. Diesel at the last increment was selling at 11.39 Ghana CDs for a liter. Now it is 14.50, so it is likely to go up. So they are just saying that they have not increased it here, but Kianike, it shall go up. Well, talking about that, the Institute of Energy Studies is projecting a slight reduction in fuel prices in the coming days. Awesome. Now, this is despite an almost 11% drop in prices on the world market. Um, the drop, um, it says there are about 3% of, 3% depreciation of the city against the dollar has, however, thwarted any significant drop in prices at the pumps. Now, that story is on City Business News. There's a very, very important uh, story on page 9 of the business analyst. Tichiman Farmers shown use of uh, uh, organic fertilizers. Mm. See, inorganic ones yield better 
produce. Mm. And according to the story, the farmers are saying that the inorganic fertilizers are the best. Organic farming is very stressful and time-consuming uh, and that you need tractors to dig up. So basically, they are also calling for education on okay. that particular matter. All right. And, uh, the, one last story. The last time Odike spoke about illegal mining, he, there was trouble. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess we're speaking about illegal mining and chiefs on the same network, which mm-hmm. is on Europa FM. We're talking about the member of parliament for Swami in the Asante region of Seiche Mensabosuna. He's alleging that chiefs in the various mining communities are aware of the illegal mining activities in their areas. Okay. According to him, though the chiefs may not be the ones who give out the land to the miners, they enjoy the proceeds of the activities as the operations often paid homage to them. We don't know if okay. uh, the Bantamahene will be inviting him, but the the the, the, the Bible quotation uh-huh. to count uh-huh. it uh-huh. Let's wrap it up. Deuteronomy twenty eight twenty. Uh-huh. The Lord will send upon thee curses, confusion, and rebuke in all you undertake to do. Until you are destroyed and until you perish because of the evil you have done in forsaking him. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's how we end the newspaper review. Up next is the City Business News. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Next is the City Business News, brought to us by Enterprise Life. Now, it's possible to live your best life. If you're a woman out there, get Bloom. Bloom is a life insurance for today's woman. The families can get their family income security plan. And for you, you can get the funeral finance plan with no restrictions or limits as you cover your loved ones or yourself. Send a WhatsApp message to Enterprise Life on 0554-001924. Or zero three zero seven zero eight four 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 enterprise is your advantage. And the city business news is also brought to us by Goyle. Goyle, good energy, Goyle, Yaya Diem, and MTN. Vivian Kailoko is here with the latest from the world of business. Good morning. Good morning, Nathan. We'll start with the sachet water price hikes and the National Association of Sachet and Packaged Water Producers has justified the decision to increase its prices. The association had yesterday announced that the price of sachet water is expected to go up to 50 pesos from September 19. A bag of sachet water will also now sell at seven cities from the retail trucks. This comes after after an earlier increment of the price from 20 pesos to 30 pesos in March this year. The Director of Corporate Affairs of the Association, Kwame Jepong Intra, stressed that the move has become necessary to sustain the operations. So from where it, there are four major uh, components to this uh, price change, and then, uh, and then that is, that, these are the four major ones. First and foremost, we have had a change in uh, electricity. We have had change in water price, effective first of September 2022. That's the first one. And then the other two, we've had uh, the last time we changed. I think it was on. It was in March, around 23rd of March or thereabouts. And then uh, since then, that time the price of fuel, diesel, which we mainly use, was about uh, eight between eight and nine. As we speak now, it is 14. Point five. Nobody knows the end. We might end of this month. Then also, um, 
the packaging material we use is 100% imported. And then even the food testing we use, they're all imported. Uh, the, last, the last time we changed was in March, and then the city was around a seven something to eight. Now we're talking about ten cities. So these are the four major things. Now if we come to licenses that we use from the FDA to CSIR, where we test our waters, everything is going up. Everything. We have really held our people back. I mean this thing we started pushing way back in June that the national should do something about it. We held them back and then uh we try to wait a little bit till around September. Will come up. So we just have come up with something fairly to reflect the changes. That's Director of Corporate Affairs of the National Association of Sachet and Packaged Water Producers, Kwame Jepontra. Now, economist Dr. Patrick assuming says inflation will keep soaring until the government takes pragmatic steps to tackle the current economic challenges facing the country. According to figures from the Ghana Statistical Service, inflation reached over 33.9% in August this year, the highest recorded in 21 years, causing goods and services to go up. Now, speaking to City Business News, Dr. Patrick Assuming said if government does not stabilize the city, inflation will keep rising and Ghanaians will bear the brunt of that. The, the current part of inflation is a symptom of many problems. So, when you look at the numbers, you see that the inflation is very widespread. Both food and non food inflation are high up above 33%. And then also it's both imported and uh, local. So I think we shouldn't get too fixated on fixing the inflation. We should focus on addressing the current challenges of the economy. And it doesn't look like we are going to get a simple or short solution to it. The food inflation is not something you will solve in a matter of weeks or months. Whatever we can do to stabilize the currency, that will help the non-food part, in particular the imported items. But as for the food inflation, we really need to take a longer term view. So there is not immediate solution to it. If the current economic circumstances don't improve, the inflation will not stabilize us. That was Dr. Patrick Assuming. He's an economist. He's also a senior lecturer at the Department of Finance at the University of Ghana Business School. Now, for small and medium-sized enterprises to thrive and be sustainable, financial barriers hindering them from having access to specific resources must be removed. Now, to this end, the Venture Capital Trust Fund and Injaro Investment Advisors have signed an investment agreement to increase financing support to SMEs and help them remain vital to the country's economic outlook. Now, a facility of 120 million cities is expected to be invested in businesses across various sectors for the next five years. He is the Chief Executive Officer of the Venture Capital Trust Fund, Yaowusu Brimpong, highlighting how businesses will benefit from the project. We are doing it through a private person. So, uh, Injaro Partners is more like an intermediary between venture capital 
and uh, the, the, the companies that they are going to invest in them. So they yeah, actually raised an amount of 120 million Ghana cities and we committed 25 million to that uh, investment. And so these are part of our agreement. And the money that we are going to give to them is what they are going to invest in SMEs. They are going to target companies that are going to uh, produce or import substitute uh, goods and their value-added goods. It, it has already started, so it depends on them. They are going to do the investment. So once we invest in them, they, if any company that want to assess that money will apply to indirect capital uh, investors and they will do their due diligence if you qualify and they believe in what you are going to do, then they will invest. So the amount of or the number of companies to be invested in will depend, but they are targeting between 15 to 20 um, companies. Yawusu Brimpong is the Chief Executive Officer of the Venture Capital Trust Fund. Let's now join Gideon Amwenichi of Data Bank for the latest updates on the bonds market. The Data Bank Bond Index closed this week's first trading session higher, reducing the year-to-date return to negative 20.09%. The session recorded a total trading volume of 242 million Ghana cities out of 10 bonds that traded. The most actively traded bonds were the May 25-3 year and the February 23 5-year bonds, which traded at indicative yields of 36.87% and 33.69% respectively. This week, the Ghanaian Treasury aims to raise 1.72 billion Ghana cities across the 91-day to the 34-day bills. At the last auction, the 91-day yield closed at 29.48%, while the 182-day yield settled at 31.05%. The 34-day yield cleared at 30.02%. Gideon Amwini, Chair of Data Bank. Well, that's it for the breakfast edition of City Business News brought to you by MTN, Girl and Enterprise Live, also powered by citybusinessnews.com. My name is Vivian Kaya Loco. Do have a good business day. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Am I the only one on the dance floor? Cause you're waiting patiently for my downfall. The money gone like an uncle. I'm in the money fight at the stand tall. Sashi my back on it. All of the girls wanna follow me. More money, more enemies. But you will never know peace if you want to kill. My vibe, die by fire.
7 after 7 still listening to the City Breakfast Show so with all these increases fuel inflation this challenge for Monday sachet water will be sold at 50 pesos a pop 50 pesos a piece the bag will be 7 CDs from the trucks 9 CDs in your neighborhood shop and on September 1, we also had an increase in electricity and water tariffs. So how are you coping through all of this? How are you managing? With pure water set to, or sachet water set to go up to about 50 pesos. Means that that's a new hit on your budget. How will you cope? What's your plan? Do you have one in place? We are now trying to figure things out. So share your thoughts with us on 0549 Aisha Huang is still in the news. Yesterday she had her first day in court. Out of the many things that Ghanaians have on their minds, so on one hand, you are thinking about Aisha Huang and our fight against Galamse and what it means for all of us going forward. And then now you have to deal with sachet water that's going to go up. Transport prices, well, it looks like they will go up. Up next is kickoff. The latest from the world of sport. Brought to us by Lecheho. The question still stands. Have you updated your records with Lecheho? Every day I ask this question. Some people say yes. Others no. Others ah yeah, yeah, yeah. You will have problems undertaking those financial transactions if you don't do so. Because the Ghana card is now the only accepted ID for all financial transactions. Visit any Lecheho branch near you to update your records with your Ghana card so you can be served faster and better. You can also send a WhatsApp message to 574 or call 0302-208-333. Lecheho, let's improve lives. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. And the cranting is in the house with kickoff. Danikei, what's happening? How are you doing, Nathan? I'm, I'm good. Right. I'm all right. I'm yeah, all right. Black Bombers are in the news. Their head coach says they'll be ready for next year's African Games. You know, it's been hosted in Ghana. Yep, uh, it is. is. Usually one of our uh, highest, uh, in fact, the sport that brings us the most medals. Mm-hmm. And they are hoping that they'll replicate that in next year's Games. And also the latest from the Champions League. Ellen Haaland was on fire yesterday. He fired Manchester City to victory. While Chelsea, they dropped more points in the Champions League. They've now picked just one point from their opening two games. Mm. 
Let's begin with kickoff. My name is Daniel Ranting. Uh, let's start off with some boxing news. And the head coach of Ghana's Black Bombers, Akwesi Ofosu, Ofuri uh, Asare, has touted his team's readiness for the upcoming African Games. The 2023 African Games will be held in Ghana in August with facilities at the University of Ghana in an arena under construction at Botiman will serve as a host uh, site for the multi-sport competition. The team is currently on break following their participation in the 2022 Commonwealth Games, but Asare says intense preparations will soon commence. Well, I think uh, we are always ready. Um, boxing is always ready. We, we, we just came from the uh, Commonwealth Games. Uh, we break a little bit, but we will resume very soon and then uh, we intensify uh, our training. So we are always ready and uh, we are, uh, even when it's not in Ghana, we, we, we get ourselves ready. Why in Ghana here? So as a, as a, as a sport discipline, boxing I would say we are always ready. You had a head coach of Ghana's Black Bombers, Akwisi Ufuri Asari, speaking there. Let's now get into our World Cup Fact Series today in Qatar. November 2020-22 is certainly a significant date as the opening match will be held on that day. City Sports' Evans Ufusumanso has put together a piece on the stadium that will host the first game of the Qatar 2022 World Cup. World Camp is today in Qatar. The Albaid Stadium will host the opening match of the 2022 World Cup in Qatar on November 20. The 60,000 seater capacity stadium will host nine matches during the tournament. Six group stage matches plus one match in the round of 16, one quarterfinal game and one semi-final pairing will be played at the Albaid Stadium. The architectural design of the stadium takes its inspiration from the traditional tent of the nomadic people of Qatar and the Gulf region. Is located about 35 kilometers away from Doha and features a retractable roof, providing covered seating for all spectators. The stadium also includes luxurious hotel suites and rooms with balconies that gives a view of the football field. The inauguration of the stadium took place on November 30, 2021, on the occasion of the opening ceremony for the 2021 FIFA Arab Cup. Our city sports events of Fortune Manso with today's episode of Today in Qatar. Moving on, former France and Manchester United left back Patrice Evra says if he could go back in time, he would have chosen to represent Senegal instead of France. Evra, who was born in Senegal, chose to play for France, the country where he grew up and where he represented. Uh, at international level, Evra made a comment when he paid a courtesy call on the president Akufuado at the Jubilee House as part of his visit to Ghana. To change the image of Africa. That's why I've been in, uh, in Senegal, I've been in Cameroon, uh, we've been in Nigeria, and I really through also my social media to change, to make sure those, this new generation, they know they can be successful in their own country. I'm born in Dakar, I play for France. When we were young, my parents gave me the choice to, to choose my national team, but growing up in France, I pick France. But I understand it later, it's really important to pick your own country because it's become politic. When you win, you're a French player. When you lose, you're a Senegalese player. <laughs> so, so let's. Be you had former Manchester United and France left back Patrice Evra speaking there. Let's now do some UEFA Champions League news. 
and there was match day two or that completed that was completed last night Shakhtar Jones they drew 1-1 at home against Celtic AC Milan were 3-1 winners over Dinamo Zagreb Napoli went away to Glasgow to beat Rangers by three goals to nil Chelsea under new head coach Graham Potter they drop points in a 1-1 draw against RB Salzburg Chelsea manager Graham Potter spoke after the game and he expressed his frustration at his side's inability to claim all three points we were frustrated, yeah, with just the one point. Um, I thought the application of the players, the attitude of the players was, was fantastic. Really, really enjoyed how they went about the work. Um, I guess a good opponent, the opponent to make it difficult for you that um, attack quick, defend well. I thought we got Raheem in some good, you know, especially first half into some good 1v1 situations, create some opportunities. They got some good blocks in, scored a good goal. In the period of the game where we didn't really control it as well as we, we have, we concede, which is disappointing, but it can happen at this level. And then our response was really good. Uh, their keeper makes a good couple of saves. Um, but in the end, we probably needed a second goal and it, it, it didn't come, so we're disappointed with the one point. You had Chelsea manager Graham Potter speaking there. After the game, Chelsea forward Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. He says he feels sorry for former Chelsea manager Thomas Tuchel, but admits he hasn't yet spoken to the former Chelsea manager. Yeah, obviously, everyone knows the relationship that I have with, uh, with Thomas. Uh, obviously, it's always sad when someone leaves the club. And uh, obviously, I just saw him for, for a few days. As I said, this is this is football, and uh, I will say the same as before. Uh, when you play football, you have to you to adapt very quickly. Some uh, some moments, in, uh, this can happen. So yeah, that's it. Last have you spoken to him? Uh, you were very close, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, but not yet. I think he was he was a bit uh, frustrated and uh, and sad. So obviously, I will try to talk to him to to him. Sorry, uh, as soon as possible. Yeah, Chelsea. Uh, forward Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang speaking there with some more Champions League news too. Second half goals were enough as Real Madrid beat RB Leipzig by two goals to nil. FC Copenhagen and Sevilla drew goalless in Denmark. Juventus, they were beaten by uh, Benfica with a score of 2-1 at home in Turin. Maccabi Haifa, they scored first but goals for Messi, uh, Neymar and Kylian Mbappe uh, pushed PSG back. Uh, to win that game by three goals to one. Manchester City, thanks to their new boy and golden boy, Ellen Haaland, beat Dortmund by two goals to one. Late goals from John Stones and Haaland, who scored the winner, propelled Man City uh, to claim all three points. After the game, Manchester City manager Pep Guardiola likened um, Ellen Haaland's winning goal to that that was scored by Johan Cruyff back in the day. Maybe the people who knows me, you can, maybe you know the influence Johan Cruyff had in my life as a person, education, and a manager, and mentor, and everything. And uh, Johan Cruyff, years ago, years ago, was scoring a Camp Nou, an incredible goal against Atletico Madrid. It was quite, quite, quite similar to the Elijah score. And the moment he scored a goal, I thought, oh, Johan Cruyff. Uh, it was quite similar. So it was a... Uh, a really, a really good one, and uh, the assist from Joao is exceptional. Joao had the ability to do these kind of things, and after the simple things, lose balls. We work on that, so the simple things, every ball he has, has to make these kind of actions. I know he can do it, but football, this kind of should come alone. You, you cannot force it, and sometimes he he do it quite often, 
but uh, he's still young, have a key desire to improve, but make an incredible assist pass and the finishing from Merlin was exceptional. Pep Guardiola is Manchester City manager. That goal from Erling Haaland yesterday pushed him to three Champions League goals this season and 26 Champions League goals in just 21 appearances in the competition. Moving on, and former Arsenal manager Arsene Wenger is tipping the club to challenge for the Premier League title this season. Mikel Arteta's side is currently top of the league with a point above Manchester City after six games. Wenger believes the team has been strengthened in all departments and are capable of competing with the likes of Man City and Liverpool for a top four finish. I think the team is in a, has no weak position uh, by young promising players. They bought well uh, this year. I think they did well what was needed and overall I would say there's no uh, this season from the start uh, there's no dominating team completely dominating team and that Arsenal has a chance uh, because the potential is there and uh, hopefully they can uh, do it at least to be in the top four and why not I, I, I think you cannot even rule out the fact that uh, they can fight for the title you had former Arsenal manager Arsene Wenger speaking there. That brings an end to kickoff here on 97.3 City FM. My name is Daniel Kranting. For more sports news, visit citysportsonline.com. Kickoff is brought to you by the show. It's creamy, creamy plus, delicious milk. Creamy plus for you. Creamy Plus is a delightfully delicious option whenever and wherever the occasion calls for milk. For your quick meals on the go or quality time at the dining table, jazz up your favorite Gary Soakings, Mash King Cake, cereals, and all hot and cold beverages with a creamy, protein-rich, healthy option of milk. Creamy Plus evaporated milk with vegetable fat is all you need to stay on the go. Creamy Plus evaporated milk is now available in a shop near you. For bulk purchases, please contact Les Farm distributors at Medina Ritz Junction on 0501-682-522 or Grace has found us at a Coco Photo Dance Summon on 0245-162-747. Creamy, Creamy Plus Evaporated Milk. This message has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Do more your way on Ghana Pay. Send and receive money at zero transaction fees. Pay bills, buy airtime and data, transfer money in and out of your bank accounts, and so much more with Ghana Pay. Dial star 707 hash to register for Ghana Pay or download the Ghana Pay app from the Play Store or App Store. Ghana Pay, your money, your way. This service is powered by Gibbs. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise.
Agache bia aba ni pedie mia peni kohwe makola ni kijitia kiti 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 ebito ne bibia abrante ye juma denje wa petia sika ne sika sika ne je wa brekita ewum se ye benya miti dai digida ebini musi mwacha amena meniti wonduda ina ye hozo adena betwe mi moja mataiko dansoma me mamo jamrifa obane boye den nsha wose bo modin obi su age obi su botomo ye okay se ne tie bia broni se no pain no gain se wanting fifra Seven thirty three. Still listening to the CT Breakfast Show. Send us a message on zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. Send us a tweet on at city nine seven three hashtag city CBS. Sounds of a this one adding. Why? 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 Sachet water fifty pesos. The bag is seven CDs. Fewer prices, Charlie, all over the place. Exchange rates all over the place. Water and tariff, water and electricity tariffs through the roof. 
Shebia Ava, Nipedia, Penny Coshe, Macola, Nikitia, Kitty Kitty Kitty, a beat on the Bibia, a frontier, Yajumadin, you are Ketia, Sikani, Sikasikani, Jawa Brikita, a womb say your brain, your meaty diet, Dida, a beam of Simacha, I'm an amenity won't do that. In Naya was all other than Albert Jimmy Woja, Mataiko, Dansoma, Mamma Mujamrifa, or Panaboya Ding, and so was your bombarding. Obi Sukaja, Obi Subotomia, okay, send it to your bronies and no pain, no gain. So one thing for Fra Udmiti self contained, or Rafa to me. Happy birthday dedications coming in. This one says happy birthday from is it patience to Patricia Sari Japan of Republic Bank. May God bless her new age with grace and favor in Jesus' name. This one says happy birthday to a brother from another man. Mr. Mark Kwesibosun Pim, aka Ojo. I wish him all the best in life from Nana Beni and Oloto Green, who are in Kofredia. And a happy birthday to Benedicta Ziwu of Shaliboche. Uh, this is uh, coming from Mame Brago. So, um, Benedicta Ziwu of Shaliboche, have a fantastic birthday. Mm. This morning, I'm sure you'd want to have your beverage or something. You need to add Creamy Plus to that mix. Creamy Plus is a great complement to your beverages. It has all the essential vitamins in milk. And it has vegetable fat and it's gentle on the stomach. You can get Creamy Plus in all girl shops, bachelor, total, and other supermarkets in your neighborhood. For bulk purchase, please contact Les Farm Distributors at Medina Race Junction and call them on 0501-682522 or Grace has found us at Akoko Photo in Dansoman on 0245-162747. Now when creating memories with those you love, dining at your favorite spot or ordering your favorite meal online, make it MasterCard. If you are streaming your favorite album or watching an artist perform live, make it MasterCard. Make that switch to MasterCard. For all your payments, MasterCard is the safe and convenient way to pay. And Imperial General Assurance is informing all their choice customers that the head office has relocated from the Wafas Plaza on the ring road to number 10 First Nola Street. Laboni Accra and the GPS address is GL-028-0727. Talk to Imperial General Assurance for all your insurance uh, needs and will give you that solid protection. You can call them on 0577-667-43628. Visit their website imperialgeneral.com or follow them on their social media handles. Imperial General Assurance Solid Protection. Never 
7.40 So listen to the City Breakfast Show So for Monday And I've said it a lot But look, this is quite serious For Monday, sachet water is 50p Guys, 50 pesos 50 pesos for Monday Now you even get change The only change you get is if you give them one CD And you are buying one then they'll give you 50. Are you serious? They'll give you 50 pesos. Yeah. You know, I often struggle um, buying pure water mm-hmm. in, in traffic because these days I hardly carry cash on me. Like, hardly, hardly, mm. hardly. So, uh, there are a few times that you are super thirsty and you don't have any cash on you at all. And it, it's so difficult. But, yeah. Um, 50 pesos that means that the 20 pesos wh- what can you do with 20 pesos now because uh, won't mean to cut here uh, no. yeah, I, I don't know what you can do with 20 pesos now because yeah. it, like it's like we're starting everything from 50 pesos mm-hmm. now that's that's quite interesting yeah. it also will mean that every other thing will like you know cumulatively the prices of things will start those that are already mm-hmm. above will mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. shoot up mm-hmm. so if you go and buy coffee brookman for example um, depending on where you are buying it, it could be starting from one CD, fifty pesos, ah, or three CDs. One what? One CD? When? D- no, no. I, there is one CD, fifty pesos. It's gone up, gone up, but there is one CD, fifty pesos. That's what I'm saying. It depends on where you buy it. Some are doing three CDs, right? Uh-huh. And some are doing two CDs. Two CDs and uh-huh. depends also on your appetite, for example. So if you can do like two big two CDs 
plus and cut and then you're good to go. Mm-hmm. And they also would mean that very soon, I hope I'm not giving them ideas, but we might still, we may soon not see 50 Ghana CD person and cut here in town. 50 everything will migrate to one yeah, CD, so now one CD, Katia, two CD, yeah, and beyond. So, and just, that, just that small bit. A lot of drama will be happening in the trotros also because then the mates will now begin to insist. You know, I mean, it's important we also clarify that the DPRT is saying they have not increased the fares yet. Uh-huh, that's, that's, that's important. So that if you're in a trotros station, you're in a bus terminal, and they are telling you that um, they've added 50 pesos to the fare, I mean that's that's that would not be correct because from the from the executives at the GPRTU they make us understand that they are still considering. So we've had thirty three percent increase gonna happen. It's not happened yet. Mm-hmm. So if you are coming from Nanakrum to Circle and the mate is trying to take extra you know, take, tell them take your change. Yes, let them know that the increase has not very important has not kicked in. I yet. mean, it reminds me of my days when I was at Medina State. I was coming to work, so you usually will get to the roadside, pick trotter, get to circle, and from circle, depending on your budget, you either walk to the office or you pick another trotter and do some back at the Macau police station. Now, one time, this guy. I gave him money and he had to give me 20 pesos change and he did it. I said, hey, mate, I got 20 pesos from Mr. Sabami. Just when I was trying to get the rest of my change, someone tapped me at the back and said, your voice sounds familiar. I will see you. Mate, you have my 20. Charlie. Ah, uh, see, somebody says, in Katia is now one Ghana city on KNUST campus. Uh, I told you. Yeah, I, I mean, there's no 50%, but it's just really small. Uh-huh. A lot so, of people are bashing me on WhatsApp now saying there's no 50% any longer. I have bought 50 pesos in the last couple of days. But I'm saying that it only means that 50 pesos will properly be facing out. Now I can, can, can only buy you sashay. Because Kwedukra, single one, one finger sure. of banana, one finger yeah. is one Ghana sure. Hey! Like, shot like... You know, because <laughs> <laughs> like short short banana can be like yeah, it's, 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 so, so I'm telling you so somebody says Caleb Granite is one CD or it has been one CD for some time now I don't remember buying one for 50 pesos God, when was the last time you bought uh, Granite for 50p Granite is one CD ah Sir, yeah, no, no, there's okay. one they put in rubber, then they close it like this. It's like envelope, Bisan. Uh, you can count it though, it's like 25. No, no, yes. So you're saying there's no 50 pesos granite? I haven't seen 50 in a bit. Why are you buy us? Let me you, go for your balance. It's one CD. The woman who sells banana right in front of the office. Go and ask her to give you 50 pesos. Go ask it. You ask it. Whatever happens, you It's just a minute. Go. <laughs> no, but you know, now, Buffett is one CD 50 pesos. Yes. So it means that it also jumped to like two CDs because then what I used to buy one CD, the Buffett I was buying one CD. It's one CD 50. No, it has reduced in size to like 50 pesos, but it's now selling at one CD 50 pesos. Hmm. So I'm getting one third of what I used to buy for 50 pesos. Hmm. Thrice the price. Anyway, you know, it's, 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 for, for me, the water issue, the, yeah. the sachet water thing, you know, because one thing that has, that had always remained constant. In fact, if you follow the history of sachet water, the price held constant for many years oh, yes. until the redenomination yes. of the city. 
That was the first time we had a price change in sachet water prices. The price held steady. Okay. But now we we are now hitting what? Fifty P? Yes, fifty pesos. Fifty pesos. With it, uh, the bag is now hitting seven cities from the truck. From the yeah, from the truck. From the trucks, yeah. and then nine cities in your neighborhood shop. Yeah. I know some people even sell it at ten cities. I know. Oh yeah, yeah. Depend depending on where you find it, you know. And it, it, it's just again it mirrors the situation we are in at the moment. You combine that with the inflation that has gone up. Yeah. Okay, so if the price of drinking water and uh, I don't have data in front of me, but I think sunset water is very heavy in large parts of urban Ghana. Oh, yes. Urban Ghana. I, I, I haven't seen, because we've seen some of the problems with potable water mm-hmm. that the other parts of the country have as well. You know, So when prices go up for drinking mm-hmm. water, yeah. The primary source, such water is the primary source of drinking water for yeah. a lot of people, not bottled water. So the thing is, if you do right now, Gobe, three cities will not sustain you. So you have to do like five cities. Uh-huh. So like if you do Gobe or Kinki, you can mix the two together so it's heavier. Then the rest of the day you are drinking water. You understand? But, now but the water too is 50 it's pesos. not 50 pesos. Yes. Now you could so, do two cities. Uh-huh. So which of water yes. a day. And that's just four. Four. That's, just, oh, that's only four yeah. sachets. So for the water, for the water, yes, serious, for the water aficionados, I know. Yes. You know the people who drink water, yeah. who live their lives by water. water therapy, that kind of thing. Yeah. It means actually you'll be drinking two, three cities worth of sachet water probably. That's also, you know, we are now trying to devise strategies. It means that we should be buying flags so that if you have dispensers at your workplace, you don't take it for granted. Yeah, but, but uh-huh. that, that, that limits... The space you're looking at. If you look at the number of people who consume yeah. water, yeah. those who buy to sell as well by the roadside and all those ones, producers are complaining that production costs have gone up, fewer oh, prices have gone up, import prices, imports, yes. imports have gone yes. up because the the packaging material, the packaging material, even the machines are imported. Yeah. They bring them from China as well, so everything has gone up there, and. Inflation is what thirty three percent now. Yeah, as well. Fuel prices are going up. We are being told uh, transportation prices will go up. could yeah. go up. There's a proposal of thirty yeah. percent on the table that GPRTU is considering. They're engaging the ministry. at the moment. The thing with the transport cost is as soon as transport cost goes, it up, affects it affects everything. everything. Plus, this is school fees month, yeah. so those with three children, yeah, that's that's a lot. If you have four, they would get it. You know, yeah, it's close from school. It's going to be a very Tough difficult time. next mm-hmm. couple of months for a lot of people. And I'm even looking at small businesses. Yeah, small businesses are struggling. Like, um, uh, I had a friend uh, uh, who operates uh, a local grocery shop mm-hmm. in my neighborhood. So he was selling rice and other things. Seven years, and. He called me at that time. We had a bit of a conversation. I had to do something. I, I forgot to do it, but I did it this week. So my good friend, forgive me. <laughs> but he says for the first time in seven years, he's closed the shop. Mm. First time in for seven years. For the first years. time in seven years. He's never closed the shop before. He had to close the shop. Wow. And in fact, when I drive past, I see the shop is closed. He's had that shop opened. Like, at any, he's always been able to keep it open. You know, sells a bit of rice, sells a bit of this. And he was not even selling imported rice. He was selling Ghana rice, yeah. Ghana rice. At, the, at that shop with other products as well. 
is close to shut down. So for a lot of the small, small businesses who are in the sector trying to earn a living, whose markups are not that are not big, yeah. you know, how are they surviving in this space? Because they also need to go and buy things. Yeah. Already things are hard. And utilities have gone up. Gone yep, up. So for those really who are into production, who are using electricity, ah, who are using like water, the, the it's going to hit them real and hard. Some of these, yeah. And some, sometimes these things also change consumption trends. Yes. So people might reduce what they eat of certain things. Yes. Like I was telling you the other time, I used to buy a lot of rice for the kids I feed. But now, but now I focus on kokonte. Yeah, yeah. I, I used to right. have to like... I, uh, I used to do like three, two. So three rice, mm-hmm. then one banku, one kukonte. Right. You know. But now I'm telling yeah. the woman who cooks, Charlie, the rice is expensive. You use that thing. So find, for your boys. Yes, my boys. Mix the things up. And she's like, oh, they're money boy. I'm like, find a way of stretching it. But they don't have to eat rice every day. She says, oh, they don't like the food. I said, tell them they, they, it's not, they won't eat it every day. <laughs> I don't want to imagine what the school, the caterers, the you know, caterers. the school feeders, yeah, they are getting the kids. Because it was 75, per, 75 pesos per head. Yeah, so think that about means it. That, that means that even pure water is costing more. Almost, you know, almost more. It's just like, 25 pesos. Yeah, more. Think about food, though. All their problems. Christ. Not being paid, that kind of thing, and now uh, sachet water will go up, yes, transport sure. price and everything. You know, you know. Let's just hear from the sachet water producers, right? Mm-hmm. And um, the director of corporate affairs, National Association of Sachet and Packaged Water uh, Producers, Kwame Japan Intra or Nantra, Kwame Japan Tra, I think that's his name. He has been speaking to City News on the increment. So let, let's get some perspective on, on, on that issue. It is true that we are increasing the prices of our products, that is the sachet and the uh, bottle water on the market from Monday 19 uh, What has precipitated this is simply the fact that all our um, uh, products that we are using, I'm talking about the cost of production, in fact, cost of production has gone up. Uh, on all fronts, um, we're talking of first the fuel that we use. We, when we produce our water, we, we, we have to carry them around and distribute them. And the fuel has gone up. In March, when we increased, when we increased our, our prices, uh, diesel was selling around 80 pesos. Currently, it's around 14 pesos. So it's almost getting to um, um, twice the figure. Uh, apart from that, we just learned that uh, through the media that uh, PURC has increased the rates for water, water and electricity by 21 and 27% uh, respectively. Um, that's approximate uh, figures. And that is also affecting it because we also use water and electricity. Uh, we also know that the dollar rate is also not being helpful. The, the dollar rate has also gone up. In March, it was around 60 per dollar. Now it's about 10 point something, uh, above 10 cities. Uh, uh, you, you know, so that has also brought in, in, in its trail, uh, you know, its own challenge. Uh, those who supply us with the rubber that we use, they import the rubber, so they have also increased their prices. So fuel has gone up, um, the electricity has gone up, water has gone up. Uh, the dollar rate has also forced the rubber that we use 
to you know be increased the price that we use for rubber to be increased when you put all together then there's another um, element to it the fifth one which is the fact that quite recently uh, workers government workers were on the uh, the use of government to uh, give them cola 20 percent government consider and give them 20 percent our workers are also uh, you know holding us by the throat saying that they also go to the same market they want increment in the in the in the in their salaries. So when you put all together, it is obvious that if we don't go up, uh we can't stay in business. Uh we've been told I think this is I don't know, I'm not beside the radio. In fact the call that are coming, I'm not gonna go to look into any radio station. But uh I've been told by a president that the interest rate has also gone up. The highest in about twenty one years or so. So when it goes up like that, and depending on which bank you are even, uh, you, you know, contract, you are even contracted alone, they can adjust their rate upwards. So all these things are fighting it, and we realize that if we don't go up, we'll be hurting ourselves badly, and sooner than later, we'll be out of business. So that is the reason why we have increased it. And we have said that uh, the uh, 500 mils of bottled water, which... Uh, we used to sell at one city, we now we are going to sell it at uh, two cities per bottle. The 750 uh, mil will now sell at three cities. And then uh, what what we missed out in the release is for the one liter, which is the, the, the biggest bottle, that one will be sold at four cities. When you come to the sachet, we are given a recommended price. All these prices are prices that we are recommending. We are giving a uh, recommended price of 50 pesos for the statue. The last time in March, we announced 30 pesos. We realized that people, because of whatever interest, uh, be it selfish or whatever, some want to outreach their, uh, um, their, their competitors. Uh, they struggled and it, and it, and it came to settle around 30 pesos. Most of them, only a few were able to sell at the 40, but we are recommending that we sell it at 50 pesos. What we realize is that when people are not able, when, when they decide to comply, you'll be there and then they'll be calling you. We have called by in every day. Uh, increase the price for us, we are suffering. Uh, the ice blocks are causing so much, our bridges are spoiled and we can't repair them and all those. So we have people who uh, sell for us and we pay them. So we are recommending 50 pesos. Then we also recommend the retail price of 70. It is possible that when you go to some other places, you are likely to buy it around 80 cities, 90 cities, or maximum 10 cities, depending on where you buy it from. And the analogy I want to give is that if you go to a kiosk in a nearby area and you want to buy, say, Coca-Cola, you buy it for two cities, maybe two cities, two pesos. But then when you want to drink Coca-Cola, you want to go to Kempiski or uh, uh, Golden Tulip, you won't find a two cities there. You may find the same Coca-Cola, same bottle, everything the same. You buy it at five cities or six cities. So it is with our water. If you go to places like this, Legon, where they are where their rents are higher and they are paying for the usage of their stores, uh, you know, at a much, much, much higher uh, price, they may sell the water to you there for say eight cities per bag or nine cities per bag or Maximum 10 cities, that's what we are recommending. But generally, we are saying that you retail that 7 cities. So that's what it is.
um, um, happening. I'm just looking at your calculation. So if you are saying that they could sell a single sachet for 50 pesos, and there are 30 bags or sachets, I think, in one bag, that yeah. would mean 15 CDs. That's how much the person is going to get on a bag. Is that not excessive profit? That's more than 100% of the recommended price of a bag. Well, from experience, we know that when we give a price of 50%, so many things come into play. Uh, some people, because they, 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 they don't have a lot of stock, they want to sell as fast as possible. So they tend to go down a little. So that's the highest that we are giving to, 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 the, to the players. But we know that in reality, we know in reality that you won't get 100% compliance, you know, on this. But okay. uh, like I said, there are so many things that also come into play. Okay. The person is somebody has people who sell for them. And when you tell them that you go and sell the water, you go and room about and you come and sell and then I give you one CD for every. And it takes quite some time before you, you have people who sell for you. Some of them, you lose those people who sell your water for you. Okay. Apart from that, we also know that almost all of them have deep, deep figures. They are paying electricity, and they are, they are, they are also renting. So the cost of you that is high. Fin- fin- finally, is this a proposal or it is final? What the figure you is final. So for Monday, is final. No, isn't we say it? it is a recommend. We are recommending. What I'm saying we is that. Okay. So what I'm saying is that. It, it is not something you are going to send to government and ask government for clearance. You have made a no, decision. No, no, no. We don't need to. Nobody goes to government for clearance. Uh, for example, you the radio and TV thing. You don't go to government for clearance to increase your rate. No, we Nobody don't. Nobody does that. Uh, people who are uh, uh, organizers, they don't have to go to government for clearance to increase their, their, their charges from one city to two to two cities when you pump one tire. That's, that's actually... How, how do you know that? You seem to be patronizing them a lot. I thought I was the only one who noticed. But <laughs> Sorry? I, I thought you were the, I was the only one who noticed that they've increased from one city to two cities for pumping a tire. <laughs> you don't know. Then you are the only stranger in Jerusalem. No, I am saying that I'm surprised that you also know. I thought that you didn't patronize volcanizers by the roadside. <laughs> oh, we all do. <laughs> Thank you. My brother, we all do. I, I get you. Where do, where you look, look, I used to cut my hair for uh, uh, days, went to eight, went to ten. Where I live now, I, I cut my hair for twenty minutes. So that was uh, the director of corporate affairs with the National Association of Sachet and Packaged Water Producers. Kwame Japoncha, and he was speaking to City News on the increase in the price of sachet water. So it's now 50 pesos a piece. Yes, it the is. The bag from the retail truck is seven mm-hmm. CDs, mm-hmm. and your neighborhood yes. shops will be selling for nine CDs. Yeah. And he says, well, a number of things. They've been hit with increases in tariffs, electricity, water, depreciation, cost of production, that kind of thing. So that's why they are they are doing all of this. Zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. Some of the mes- some messages have come. We'll go in. We'll go into them in a bit. Yes. But a quick birthday message, and then we'll get into tech and social media trends. Okay, you let, let's do tech and social media. When we come back, and then I'll sneak in a few birthdays here and there. 
Carbank is bringing us the segment, and Carbank said that there's a mortgage for everybody. If you are buying a home for your first time home buyer, but you have a home, an existing house, you can use that to secure an equity release. Call them on 0800 500 500 or 0560 907456. Carbank forward together. And Vodafone is also bringing us the segment. Now, your favorite Vodafone, too much family your broadband data is back. It's simple. Just top up your existing monthly subscription with 120 CDs and get 100% bonus broadband data. Yes, 100% bonus data with just a 120 CD top up. It's happening from now till the 30th of September. T's and C's apply. Vodafone, further together. Dano Cranston is back with the segment. Danny K. Nathan. Yes, sir. Yeah, Aisha Huang is still trending. Mm. <laughs> um, her lawyer, Captain Krabi, he says, go Fred. And the other journalists, he said, you are hyping it too much. Too said, much. Illegal money is no anything. Thank you. And you are writing editorials, you are spending hours on your breakfast room, <laughs> you are talking plenty. He said, it's nothing. That we've overhyped the thing, it's no anything that this thing will pass. Charlie. He's serious. And he's Ghanaian. Mm. <laughs> it's okay. Um, People say he's doing his business. He's, he's, doing, he's doing his work he's, for his He's doing his work, but mm. can't come and say some things like that. <laughs> um... Hey, pure water. Pure mm-hmm. water. Hey, yeah. Pure water. 50 pesos. Charlie? Hey, 50 pesos. Hey, Two water. Three Ghana cities. Hey, Charlie. See, Ghana is not hard. Ghana is not hard. Ghana is not hard. Ghana is not hard. How is Ghana not hard? Ghana is not hard. If it is beyond hard. I don't, I don't know the, <laughs> I don't know the adjective, but pure water, fifty pesos. Hey, and you know you can't drink from the pipe too, because some of the areas the the, the sure. thing goes through some bola and some gutter. Before, some of the water. you even bag the color inside. So you go and the buy color the inside. If you go and buy, buy let's say, with your young kings. Yes, like three. <laughs> You say, oh, Madame Pure Water Tree. One city, fifty percent. Thank you. Thank you. Charlie. What was a complete meal? It's not buying three pieces of session water. Okay. It's 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 that's true. If you go to eat with your young kings, yeah. what if you buy pure water three? It's one time pure water three, sixty pesos. Hey, what's in the fifty pesos? Oh yeah, we're here. Don't have the capacity. Janet and face ID is also trending. Hey, yeah, the young kings are happy. Ah, okay. Yeah. Why? The latest iOS 16 Yeah, the iOS 16. Yeah. yeah. Your hidden pictures and your deleted pictures. Mm-hmm. Now, it needs your face ID to be able to access it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. So, when you hide pictures and somebody takes your face, you say, ah, this, this guy will catch you. He's going to see. Ah, block. Ah, block. There's a padlock there. <laughs> oh, darling. So, young kids are happy. Oh, young kids are happy. Yes, oh, Apple, yes. we thank you, eh? <laughs> so deleted pictures and hidden pictures. And hidden pictures. Ah. So typically, so before this hidden pictures, if somebody opened, ah, 
you just open it. Uh, you say, ah, so this is what you didn't want me to see. Uh-huh. But now, no. Call, you say, hey, Samson, we need to talk. <laughs> you are actually in trouble. Right now, there's a padlock there. Uh, so, so even if they enter the photos and they go in, they can't access they the can't hidden access photos. the hidden photos. So when they say, oh, I want your face, and you say, oh, Diana, you don't trust me. <laughs> ah, then you settle the matter. Actually, <laughs> young kings are happy. Oh, young kings are happy. I'm telling you. It will, let them, it will let them smile. But even though you. pure water is 50 pesos. Hey, pure water. <laughs> you can't say you won't drink water again. <laughs> the price is not pure, my brother. I'm telling you, my brother. Jonathan, Diana, someone is also trending. Cash. She's lost her official Facebook account. Okay. She had about 900, over 900,000 followers on her Facebook account. She's lost it to her former management. Wow. Now, she and her management have parted ways. But they owned the account. Yeah. They own um, her digital rights and social media. So, they were writing the English you were saying? Oh, I'm telling you. Oh, okay. They were writing everything. Okay. So, they've taken everything back. Hmm. She's been left with nothing. Oh, social media. So, right now, her social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram. Mm. All digital platforms you go and look at Spotify, it's not for her. Oh, but she responded in some letter. Me. She said she will agree to some things, but mm-hmm. something she won't agree. She can't take it, mm. she can't take it anymore. Yeah. Oh, but I'm serious, oh. Charlie. The guy's name is her former manager. What's what? Anna Nifrim Pong. Uh, okay, mm. okay. ex music. Yeah, Anna Nifrim Pong. Friends, yeah. I know some her song. Yeah. <laughs> You see, no, you see, it's not nice because right now, if you go with oh, you and Rebecca, you go and buy this thing. Then Rebecca <laughs> says, Oh, she wants water. I say, Rebecca, I can't buy water for you. She <laughs> says, You are selfish. <laughs> but Rebecca, Rebecca, the thing is 50 pesos. <laughs> oh, and the bottle is 3 CD. I'm telling you. Oh, anyway, that, that was tech and social media trends. Brought to us by uh, Cowbank and Vodafone. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Check 811. You're still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Let's hear from you on 0549-986-996. Some comments have come in. Yeah, so people are actually... Yeah, everybody's thinking about the economy. And I was just checking uh, Professor Enim, who I must admit, 
Look, the government statistician. The government statistician. Yeah. He's. I think he's done an outstanding job so far. His job is to provide data. He provides data. Simple. All the time. Whether it is popular data, whether it is unpopular data, his job is to provide data. And he's done it regularly. I I don't think we've had a statistician like that in a while. And I, I hope he's able to keep it up. He's doing really, really well. Yeah. And looking at the latest numbers, <sighs> the inflation, the top five imported goods, for instance, driving Ghana's inflation, because it is our inflation is imported inflation. Mm. It's still grapes. Grapes? Yeah. Grapes is still top. And I'm wondering why. Somebody Can somebody explain to me why? Grapes? Yeah. 178% year-on-year inflation. 178%. Wow. That's August. I'm looking at the top five imported goods driving Ghana's inflation in August. Top five imported grapes. Grapes. Number one. How many people are eating grapes in this country? We must be bringing a lot of grapes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, diesel. Okay. Sunflower cooking oil. Mm. Gasoline. Then washing soap. These are the top five, according to the Ghana statistics. Washing, so, washing yes, soap. Washing soap. Is it the powder or the... I don't know. It's just washing, washing soap. soap. Okay. So these are the top five. Grapes, diesel, mm-hmm. sunflower oil, sunflower grapes, cooking oil. Grapes, sunflower cooking diesel. Oil. Yes, fuel. Sunflower cooking oil. Yes. Gasoline is also fuel. Gasoline is also fuel. Yes. And then washing soap. And washing soap. This mm. makes it a very interesting mix. If yes. you take out the fuel, the fuels you can understand. You mm-hmm. can kind of rationalize that. But grapes... Yeah, yeah. Sometimes like if everybody understands why, perhaps they can explain. Yeah. And the sunflower cooking oil... Yeah, we've been cooking a lot. Yes. Let me tell you what people are saying. Wow. Raymond from Kasua says, the sad aspect is that our salaries remain the same with all these increments. No. And he says you should play sax economy for him. Uh, especially all the just-ended NSS personnel who said that Nasek, especially David, Shishi, Gerald, Sefas, Sharif, James, and Co. Raymond from Kasua says so. That's like two CDs yeah. per water. The new ratio for Gobe is now 4-4 four, four, or 5-5, five, five, depending on your appetite. Where the 4 from? <laughs> like, Only Caleb can explain this No, one. the beans must be 4 cities. Uh, the plantain, 4 cities or 5-5. Five, five. Uh-huh. And four. the gari must increase. Uh-huh. Sometimes you have to buy your own gari on the side to, to add up. To top up. And yes, I concrete and juma. It says the economic, wow. uh, the economic hardship is not... busy up and snack by this time. <laughs> Refresh in the morning... And yes. heavy food mostly go by around two p.m. And that is all. I am re- I am losing weight. <laughs> but what I can I am do? reducing weight. Uh, I'm losing weight. <laughs> yeah. But what can I do? Nana Benye from Koforidia says we will now walk into banking halls, insurance companies, and other corporate organizations <laughs> and drink from their dispensers. <laughs> so, that's, that's serious. Wait till, wait till they tell you that now when you enter, you have to open an account. Wait until they tell you that. <laughs> Frederick inside Chakra, Chakra says things are going up, but it uh, remains the same. Good morning, Nathan so and team. Uh, please, the media should also ask why uh, one uh, one sachet water sh- should be sold for 50p if the entire pack containing 30p is going to be sold for seven Ghana cities. That is a profit margin of over 114%. The retailers usually buy from the trucks and they'll buy it for seven Ghana cities. We should also encourage people to reduce the appetite for high profits in this country. Times are hard, but the greedy, the greedy attitude of some traders is also compounding our situation. Kujasai, thank you for that message. That's true. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of profiteering going on in the system as well. Good morning, guys. 
So are these increases also due to the Russia-Ukraine war or the passing of the Queen? Mm. And from Hacho is asking, <laughs> Nathan, can you imagine I just went to pump my car tire at the Vulcanizer shop mm-hmm. and the man is telling me they will now charge three Ghana cities oh, starting from Monday. Oh, the last time it was two cities. They just started the two cities yeah. Yeah. months ago. I was shocked. And I was going to three cities. Electricity. The Behoom from Megutai. Electricity cost. Uh, gas. Electricity. The machine. The machine. That's powered by electricity. This is a lot, man. Yeah. Uh, so that's six sachets of water to put things into context. Hey. There'll be a lot of fights. If you are pumping three car ties, you owe. You know, but the, the one of the texters said salaries are still the same. You know? yeah. And chop money is also still the same. But one tomato, like single one tomato, is one Ghana cities. Mm. But the the tip I usually share for survival to my friends around you, these you times. Hold on, you hold on. We'll share it later on your money. That's uh, only 13 minutes. Oh, okay, so your money. Good, good. Uh-huh. I'll reserve your money for 30 yes. minutes. A, a few more minutes later. Let's yes. go through a few yes. Yeah, good morning. Mm-hmm. Under normal circumstances, the sachet water increments that have been occurring should have been very minimal. Let's say three pesos, two pesos, one yeah. pesos. It seems because Ghanaians neglected the use of the one peso has given rise to some of these high increments. It is not compulsory to use sachet water. Mm-hmm. This is coming from Elvis. Well, Elvis, it depends. What water are you going to drink then? Because there's a perception yes. that pipe water is not clean. Yes. It might be. Yes. But a lot, people, a lot of people just... Mm-hmm. The perception is very I don't, high that yes. the sachet water is just safer yeah. to drink as compared oh. to the for, for, water for that flows people, from your taps. Yeah. For some people, it may not be a look. I know several people who drink who, pipe. No, not that. But the water that comes from their faucet, Charlie. Yeah, mm. it's hey. pure. It's colored. Wait, it's milky, yes. cloudy, brown. Mm. Has some sense. But the downside of the increased consumption of sachet water is the pollution. And the fact that we, we don't dispose them of property. Uh-huh. We really don't Bags. recycle them well. You find a few people going around to pick them and there are a few places yeah. they go back them and then they are recycled. But majority of it in the, in the news this morning, the AMA was saying they are struggling to even collect the refuse in the central business district. Yeah. In a day, they only collect 40% of what we generate in the central business district. So but imagine maybe- all the, all the sachets that is but going maybe, but maybe into the, the gutters. But maybe the Ghana Water Company also needs to do a better job. A lot more. Perhaps reorienting people that you could drink your top water. No, they should make it drinkable. But who says it's not? Ah, okay. But the Ghana also says sometimes people open their taps and what they see, like, hey, how am I going to put this uh-huh. in my mouth? I said La Paz. When I lived in La Paz, I think that comes from ago. your faucet. You cannot drink it. <laughs> My <laughs> God! Okay. Impurities! So, um, things keep getting worse by the day. Employers should now consider allowing their staff to work from home hmm. since hiking transport fares due to high cost of fuel will affect their salaries. And you know, once, if this 30% becomes a reality, yeah. we know that price of goods of food will yeah. go up. Yes. Because they'll tell you from farm gate, transportation costs have gone up. So, we're expecting that. Uh, Imagine from Kaswa to East Legon every morning. Trotro. <laughs> This one says, Nathan, we are wicked though. So, can't they sell the water for even 40p? Why 50? Why do they want to make 50% profit on each bag they sell? Good yes, morning, uh, CTCBS. Is Caleb new in town? Kofi Brookman is now two cities for a slice. Granat is one cities and counting. Please, I'm sorry. Sigmund from Usuakwedi. And the Buffalo too is two cities. Yeah, Nathan, uh, employers have to provide more dispensers because we won't 
buy just one pure water 50p in town when we have dispensers in the office pl- carrying plus, uh, flasks <laughs> hi Nathan the water tariff must be reduced drastically to enable jobless people remain hydrated otherwise the national health insurance bills will go up and it will be very very difficult to settle good morning Nathan uh, things fall apart and the centre indeed cannot hold gone are the days we hardly hear of price increments of goods and services these days every split second prices are reviewed all because of Ekufuado uh, and Baumia's government Zali's doing says uh, the privatization is too much in this country. Government must do something about it. About it yeah. So says, I hadn't bought a box of tissue for a long time. Mm. The last price I knew it to be was five CDs. Mm-hmm. So I thought I would, it would just have gone up by a CD or two. I wanted to buy one in traffic and I was, I asked, I was told it was 10 CDs. I just started laughing. I just couldn't believe what I was hearing. When, that's what, when you hear some of the prices, you'll be so shocked. You start laughing. But I'm told diapers to have gone up. Oh. So Everything these days, up. most of the mothers they don't put diapers on for the everything babies at gone. night. The thing is, if you are going to sleep, no diapers. Everything, everything is up. It's, it's, it's not. It's not going to be. Uh, the, like I said, the, we need to brace ourselves. The next couple of months. The good news is perhaps what the IES told us that uh, fuel prices, fewer prices go could go down. Yeah. But we will see. So let's take a look. Eight twenty one. Now GCB, since you're talking money, is saying that look, come and reactivate your account. Your account has been inactive for two years and over. So between now and the end of October this year, that's the window. Come and reactivate your account. Do that with over hundred CDs, and you'll get a fifty CD reward at the end of the month. T's and C's apply. Call zero eight hundred four two two four two two or zero three zero two six eight one five three one. GCB Bank PLC, your bank for life. One day you know the Rasta man could be the president, but we know they agree make them go today. And you go check the music player of the president. Them happy jamming some hard lucky dube. And all Babylon so what is your story? You like their music, remember them fondly. But when they choose who you deprive them only, you win parliament, say them smoking only. Don't forget all the contributions that they make in the arts. That only got nominated, they tell that apart. Hypocrisy, I see them and I sit down and laugh. Protect the basic rights of your people, your party. Oh, I didn't talk too much. I didn't talk too much. Oh, I didn't talk too much. I didn't talk too much. Oh, I didn't talk too much. If you didn't talk too much. I look at for Monday. Look, it's very interesting that one lady has been in the trends. You just want to see how how big this is. From Monday till today, she's been in the trends on every episode of Tech and Social Media. Tech and Social Media trends. Every day there's a trend. Sada three, position three, position four, five, top ten trends. She's there. So what's the story? We do know that she had a day in court yesterday. Yes. Thus, uh, first appearance. Second appearance. No, second. second appearance Th- in court. This time, yes. This time, second appearance in court. On the side, the one of them passed out. I found that quite interesting, but yeah, somebody passed out. Um, her lawyer, Captain Retired in Krabi Fadate. Well, some people say the retired should come at the end. So Captain Krabi Fadate retired. Has told City News that the controversial Galamsea 
um, did not sneak out of the country as has been submitted by the police prosecutor. So we've gone from deportation to repatriation. We saw a letter to that effect. The police prosecutor is saying that she sneaked out of the country. Now, according to facts presented by the prosecutors in court yesterday, Aisha Huan sneaked out and got back into the country in 2018. But in a counter-narrative, her lawyer said Aisha Wan was actually state facilitated out of the jurisdiction. Honestly, I am amazed at the detailed assembly of facts and references to what happened in the courtroom. I was physically there that day when the prosecution brought a nolly prosecutor telling the court that the case against Aisha one and four others should be discontinued. My Lord Justice Corbett trying the case, which had then reached the level of opening of defense. He then said he has no option but to strike out the case and to discharge the accused. Immediately thereafter, I told the CID man handling the case that if my class has been discharged, then I'm going home with her. Then he said, oh, Captain, Captain, uh, just hold on. We will take her to police headquarters for some documentation, and then after that. Then I said, okay, we'll, we'll see. The following day, I heard that Aisha one has been flown out of Ghana back home to China. So, the question then is, what happened to Aisha one when she left the courtroom? And how did she emerge back home in China? Now, did she fly with Ethiopian Airlines at her own wish or desire or option? Or is it that all this had been prearranged? And so she was told, Madam, sorry, you have to leave Ghana. And then they took her away. Because actually, we don't have any executive instrument signed by the president declaring her as persona non grata. We don't have any act of parliament declaring her persona non grata. We don't have any document from the Minister of Interior declaring her persona non grata. So how come that against her will, she was put on a plane absolutely unprepared? I'm flown out of the country. And now look at the look at all the references you are drawing. The statement by the senior minister, his excellency's own statement about it. And the Minister of uh, uh, Minister of Information, oh my God. This is interesting. And as you rightly uh, concluded, today in court, the police were telling the court that my client sneaked out of Ghana. Sneak. That means uh, she she escaped. She literally left the country uh, unnoticed and without warning and to anybody. But this cannot be true. So why is officials though trying to shy away from what 
really happened? And why are different impressions being created? I agree with the Osafu Mafo, the senior minister, that jailing, uh, jailing as a one will not solve Ghana's problems. But even more so, speaking purely as a lawyer, I think that the decision to take her way out of Ghana was because there was no legal basis for the prosecution in 19, in 2017-18. So said that she was not declared a persona non grata. I think that, that may be contrary uh, to what the Immigration Service uh, wrote to her. On the same date that you were in court and she was discharged, that same date, 19 December 2018, the Ghana Immigration Service, through its Comptroller General, Kwame Esuatechi, wrote to her, N. Huang, uh, with passport number stated and said notice of revocation of permit and repatriation. You are hereby informed that in accordance with section 22A of the Immigration Act 2000, Act 573, your permit to remain in Ghana has been revoked. You are to leave Ghana immediately on receipt of this notice. You are directed to stay out of the country until the Comptroller General approves of your future re-entry into Ghana. So that should suffice as as a persona non grata declaration, isn't it? Oh, very much so. In fact, but for your reading of this thing to me right now, I had no idea whatsoever that such a document was in existence. With no idea whatsoever. Have you been in touch with your client from the 19th December 2018 since she left, or well, she disappeared from the courtroom? Oh, since she... <laughs> I like the way you say disappeared. As since 2018, when she was flown out of Ghana, I have not seen her physically until today in the courtroom. Is it 30? We'll come back to this conversation. We are not cutting it. We'll come back to it. But up next is your money. And it's brought to you by CBG. CBG, we stand with you. And Caleb has a tip for us this morning. Usually on Saturday mornings, early mornings, many farmers come to the urban centers with their produce mm-hmm. and they really want to sell quickly and go back. Mm-hmm. So if you go to the markets early on the weekends, you get a good deal. It's fresh, you you get it cheaper, and so you save some money there. So weekends are always your thing. So which, like what, the main markets or yes. the neighborhood ones? Every, Every market. Most of I the see. major markets. Most of the major markets. But when you go, don't use your khaki to be pointing at the items you want to buy. It could come with an increased Price. <laughs> Interesting tip. That's your money brought to you by CBG. CBG, we stand with you. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show.
rise above the noise. I ask them why. Let's say my people go start sell the sky. On too many levels, we did compromise. The prince knew money, they can't tell us why. I they ask them why. You have the secretary, but get the beat. One do the work, one do the BJ. But those who do the work, we leave them bleeding. When it comes to election day, I go ask you what you plan for me. Unless you show me. Unless you show me. You see the politician, they like we say. They drop our money like we just know day. Unless you show me. Unless you show me. When it comes to election day, I go ask you what you plan for me. Unless you show me. Unless you show me. The politician, they like we did. They drop our money like we just know day. Unless you show me, unless you show me, yeah, we just the one. Economic crisis will start to boss. Everything around 834. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Now, do you want to deposit cash at your convenience? You can now deposit your cash at selected Zenith Bank ATMs nationwide. Simply visit Zenith Heights East Legon Techi Plaza on the Spintex Road. Ahuju Sunyani, Sunyani, as they say. The Tamale branches of Zenith Bank to deposit your cash at a Zenith Bank ATM. Cash deposits via Zenith Bank ATMs are fast, easy, and convenient. Zenith Bank in your best interest. Day, All right, let, let's get back to so Captain um, Captain in Krabia Fadate retired yeah. Captain retired in Krabia Fadate yeah. he's lawyer for Aisha Huang yeah. and was speaking to Maru Sanda Amadu yesterday on Eyewitness News uh, let's have the continuation of that conversation maintain any source of any kind of communication with her because i mean of course you are her lawyer maybe the, oh, the yes. legal charges fees that have to yes. be paid maybe she had to wire you some you want well she has been communicating with me from china yes that one i must confess when she left to china i think three days later she told me she was she was in china and uh, she called me once or twice again from China until about three days ago when she called me that she wanted the police to contact me on her behalf. Yes. She said to you that she was put on a plane and taken home. That could mean two things. Either she was repatriated or deported. Now, the president yesterday said she may have fled out of the country. That is, um, you know, that's... Is similar or maybe agrees what the police prosecutor said today that she sneaked out, doesn't it? Possibly, yes. Do you be do you buy the narrative of her fleeing over her repatriation? Uh, in fact, what I Grabia know is that we were in the courtroom after the court process of Nolly Protokai, the CID told me they are taking her for some documentation. The next thing I heard from her two days later was that she was in China. Uh, so, um, and I know she was in gainful employment here in Ghana. I know she had a lot of business interest. She was in the business of selling uh, mining materials. Pass and so on. 
So, uh, do, you, do you know if she has obtained citizenship? Uh, I wouldn't know because for the past five years I've not been in contact with her. Even if it so is citizenship know. by marriage, perhaps? Oh, but I know that she's married. She's married to a Ghanaian. I know that, I know this because a Ghanaian husband, a businessman in Kumasi, a master's degree holder from a Chinese university, uh, an Asante, uh, he came here to this my law office about, uh, I think, was it Monday or Friday, that he wanted to engage me as a lawyer for his wife, uh, Aisha, who you, had then been reported in the news. Do you want to volunteer his name to us? Oh, I know his prince, but the uh, name I forget. But he's, but, a, but he's a business, not a politician, not a traditional no, ruler, no, no, nothing no. whatsoever. No, 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 no. I think he's, uh, he's, he's into engineering or something like that. And he took his master's degree. Because when he told me he married uh, in China and they performed customary law marriage in China, and that she's his wife, I was surprised because I, I don't know how soon they go married in a way. So it means you didn't know them as a couple when you were you were her representative in 2018. I think I think after that time, Aisha was not married. So that was Captain Retired in Krabia Ifadati. He's lawyer for Aisha Huang. Aisha Huang is uh, in court for. Um, Breaching the law, let me put simply on mining, said she's mining illegally, mining without license, selling minerals without license, that kind of thing. And this, uh, that was his conversation with Umaru Sanda Amadou, mm. answering a few questions, or a lot of questions, it turned out, on <laughs> his relationship, or what he knows of Aisha, <laughs> of Aisha, very interesting things. She's married... No. Well, I was shocked about having married. It does not shock about Oh, no, married. I just, no, I'm, I'm not saying he's a shocker. But, yeah. you know. See. But she got, he says she came back legally. You see, this matter won't go away anytime soon until the clarifications we have asked for come properly from mm. the agencies we have asked them. We also need to hear again from the presidency. You see, you know why? The offenses as listed and the narration as listed by the prosecution is what we will take as truth. Because that is the what their investigations would have told them. Prior to that, there was a briefing. Yes, we interviewed the information minister. Continuous reference to my briefing says mm. who did his briefing was that briefing that he had is the same briefing the president will also get. Okay, so who has been doing that briefing on this matter to the government because it's littered with contradictions, you see, and the reason why it's easy. Mm. To figure out the contradictions are the entire Aisha Huang incident did not play out in a room. It played out very publicly. From her arrest to her being depicted as 
the big fish in illegal mining in Ghana, her prosecution and the justice building at the time complaining about the slow pace of the of the of the mm-hmm. prosecution mm-hmm. at the time, up to the nolly prosequi that was uh, 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 moved in court by the state at the time, mm-hmm. and the public uproar that came out of it, we had. Basically, every media house that is a media house in this country had a rep in court that day. There are audios that we can play if we want to now of state attorneys, who, whoever was in court that day, mm-hmm. explaining why a nolly prosecutor was filed. Which is a no case. Which is a no case. Okay. These things are not secret. They played out very publicly. There are timelines that you can put there. So... Then we start having these contradictions, deportation, repatriation. Now, according to the prosecution, she sneaked in, which comes three days after the Ghana Immigration Service show us a document signed by... A letter. A document. It's a a document. It's a letter. It's a document signed by the number one immigration officer in this country that he is repatriating and revoking. Someone's day. And one. Showed boarding pass. Briefing from information minister that she was actually put on the plane. Got to Ethiopia. Got to China. That is his briefing. Told us so. We can play the voice. It is not hearsay. It is not rumor. He said it. Nine minutes of audio. Then. In court. We are said she sneaked out of the country. So, Ghana Immigration's repatriation and court prosecutions sneaked out. How did she leave Ghana? How is there still... Well, Fred, it's been three weeks of this. There is still confusion as to how Aisha Wan left Ghana. Officialdom cannot tell us a single straight story. Immigration service have a different story. Police have a different story. Prosecution have a different story. This president himself has a different story. Why? On one thing, obviously tells us <laughs> this, this thing is, is chaotic. And you know, the, the, the message it sends to the general public is not a good one. These are state institutions that rely on public trust. I repeat, Public trust is how these institutions function. At the moment, a lot of them are not looking very competent. I'm sad to say. A lot of them are not looking very competent based on this. Because uh, yesterday, in Krabi Fadati asked a very interesting question, and I thought about it. She came back illegally. That is what we've been told. Fred, right? He asked, why has she not been charged with illegal entry <laughs> there's nothing like that on a charge yes or it's a case that it, 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 i don't know what the the, the punishment is it's for that illegal. but for some if she has been repatriated and is not supposed to be back and she comes why is that not part of the yeah. charges no that one doesn't matter we have yeah we want to focus on the mining part but she was also not supposed to be here but she came here so does that not matter to immigration I think that press conference we asked for... It, it must happen. You see, and it, 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 we need clarity. Ghana Immigration Service must come again. 
Honorable Kojo Ponkroma must get his briefing again. And let us get on the same page on this matter. Because at the moment, there are a lot of pages. And everybody has a different everybody page. Everybody has a different page. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Nothing makes sense with regards to this Aisha Huang matter. Nothing seems to make sense. While we are at it, our water bodies are still being destroyed anyway. <sighs> More questions. Let me add that the NIA too has a few to answer. Yeah, because we, look, they cannot pull themselves away from it. More questions. Zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. Now, are you tired of renting? Do you need land in a safe and sound environment? Do you want to build your dream home? Worry no more. Let me introduce you to the latest development of Chasaco. Chasaco Hills, next to Chasaco Valley. A master plan community of serviced plots. Secure, affordable, and they come with all the amenities. Now, you can build your dream home with peace of mind and security. In style, taste, and the right budget. Make it happen. With Chasaco, call... Um, uh, 0556-592658 Now Suno Assurances recognizes the fact that everyone is unique and they've got years of proving experience to find that unique insurance package that works perfectly for you. With Suno Assurances, you pick your way, we take the risk. Connect with us on WhatsApp or Telegram on 0552-571980. Suno Assurances Insurance are business. my attention this morning uh, page 4 of the business finder now the YEA boss Kofia Japon he uh, said something very interesting he says lack of relevant skills set back to solving unemployment challenge now he says the absence of relevant skills will continue to create high rates of unemployment in the country despite the availability of vacancies for employment somebody's asking ah, but why am I talking about that you know everything ties in this morning he's talking about the economy, the fact that sachet water go up to 50 pesos, all kinds of things. And for some people, they need jobs. And of course, if you work, you're going to get paid and all of that. So let's, um, let's have a conversation about, about jobs, about skills, about small businesses and how they will thrive and survive and succeed and scale up and all. So I've been joined by Dr. Fred Chiasama. He's Director General, uh, Commission for Technical Education and Vocational Training. Uh, they call it CTVET. And we'll be talking a lot about that kind of thing. We'll also talk about the um, skills development. Skills development. Now, for those who don't know, the Ghana Skills Development Fund is a challenge fund. And it's built to address the skills and technological needs of enterprises operating in both formal and informal sectors in Ghana. Now, what does it want to do? Its its aim is to improve the development and competitiveness of the skilled workforce, raise the income earning potential of people, and that's important, especially women in low-income groups, through the provision of quality-oriented, industry-focused, and competency-based training programs. So, we all get the link now. 
So let me let me speak to Doctor Fred Chiasama. Doc, good morning. Welcome to the City Breakfast Show. Uh, good morning, Nathan. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. And you? Yeah, I'm I'm all right. Thank you so much for for joining us. So so I'm sure you heard my preamble. The YA boss talking about lack of relevant skills being a setback to solving the unemployment challenge. Um, let's talk about the Ghana Skills Development Fund and what it is doing to um, providing employment or solving the unemployment challenge we have in the country. Okay, so thank you very much. The Ghana Skill Development Fund is part of um, a bigger project, mm-hmm. which is the Jobs and Skills Project. Okay. It is about $200 million project. And the ultimate aim of this project is to seek to um, develop the skills of uh, Ghanaians and also to lead to the creation of a minimum of 200,000 jobs, direct mm-hmm. jobs. But the indirect, with the indirect jobs, we are targeting about 300,000. Okay. So that is the bigger picture. And uh, as part of the project, which has uh, four different components, mm-hmm. the component two, Part of it is where the Ghana Skill Development Fund comes, okay. which is about $60 million uh, okay. project. So, and what's that component? You mentioned component two. What's that component? So we have, um, the, we have component one mm-hmm. that is looking at uh, development of curriculums for 100 trade areas or okay. professions. Then also apprenticeship training for a minimum of 25,000 people. Okay. Then we have component 2A and 2B. Okay. Component 2A is being implemented by the Ghana Enterprise Agency okay. and is to give uh, entrepreneurial training to about 50,000 Ghanaians. Mm-hmm. And uh, between about 5,000 of uh, these people are going to receive between 1,000 to 5,000 equivalent of uh, dollars okay. uh, to help them with startup. Okay. Then we have the component 2B which is the school development fund, the I Ghana see. School Development Fund, that is to help uh, uh, train or give support uh, to enterprises that need some skill training. That have also recognize some gaps in their company, with which if they're able to get those training or uh, giving or to other people, they can expand and employ more. Okay. That's why this is a challenge fund, but it's a training grant mm. that is going to be given to enterprises, which okay. we've categorized into four windows. Okay. We have window one, which deals more with the formal sector. is about 800,000 Ghana cities. Then we have window two. Window two has uh, two, uh, window 2A and 2B. 2B. 2A is 80,000, 2B is 88,000 for the informal sector associations. Then we have Windows 3, which is the training, innovation, and greening grants. You know, now the world is changing. There are green mm-hmm. jobs that need to be created. Uh, the developed nations are working more on green jobs. Mm-hmm. And um, so that Window 3 is 1.2 million Ghana cities. Then we have the Window 4, which is about 2 million Ghana cities. That is science and technology development uh, to bring technology into the market. Mm. So... If you are an enterprise that you realize maybe there's a gap in training that requires an upgrade or capacity, then you can apply for these funds. It's not um, a startup capital for new companies. Your organization should be at least um, three years Mm. in existence 
to qualify. So there are guidelines when you go to the website of the Commission for TVET slash the Ghana Skill Development Fund, you will be able to see um, all the guidelines as to how you can apply for the application, uh, apply for the grant. It's not the loan, it's a grant to help you train, expand, and employ more. The ultimate aim of this uh, component of the project is to at least create 42,000 direct jobs, excluding the indirect jobs. We're expecting that anybody that applies for the grant should be able to show how they are going to get the training done, how they want or what the gaps are, what kind of training do they need, and how are they going to help develop and also create some jobs. The ultimate aim is jobs. So mm-hmm. if we are saying that um, there's no jobs because people don't have the skills, how do we get the skills they need to make them employable? Okay. They, this is coming as a result of the fact that, you know, every workplace requires about 80% technical and vocational skills. Okay. But we have 80% of our young ones going to grammar education. Mm. Okay. So it's a flip uh, approach. So if we really want to create more jobs, then we have to flip it back to get more than 50% of our young ones going for technical and vocational mm. training in any form they want. It cuts across uh, all the sectors, even mm. pharmacy in pharmacy, there's TVET. You know, the pharmacies made about made just about 10% of the pharmaceutical sector. The rest for the pharmaceutical industry to be successful, you need more than 80% of TVET people to make it successful. When you go to nursing, when you go to uh, tourism and hospitality, even media, everything that you need to be successful will need more of more, technical more vocational TVET. skills. You, you, you mentioned that we have... We have a situation where 80% of the people who go through school tend to head in the grammar direction and about 20% going into TV. From where you sit, what do you think we can do to reverse the trend? Or why is it that over the years we have put TV on the back burner and we are now trying to get ourselves together so TV becomes more popular? I don't think we are trying to. We have Mm. uh, put ourselves together to make it Mm. popular. And one of the things government has done is to put new regulations and laws in place to realign the system, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, would, as a result of the five-year strategic plan that has been implemented, is looking at that, is to ex- put infrastructure in place, expand. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at the five-year strategic plan, how do you increase access so that a lot more people can access TVET? Okay. So so one issue is access. So some people want to study it, but they don't have places to go. Exactly. Then also quality, because um, Mm -hmm. TVET has to respond to the industry. It's demand-driven. It's based on what the industry needs, how do they need it, when do they need it, are we meeting their needs. You cannot train for the off-takers to Mm. have something else. If you are saying that I need a blue tie, and this is how I want it made, and that's the time I want it. You mm-hmm. don't get it done differently. The industry won't take it. So TVET has to be demand-driven. So that means the quality has to meet what the industry is wanting. So 
quality is also an issue. Then there's funding issue. How do we have sustainable funding for Tibet? So this Ghana Skill Development Fund, this $60 million fund that government has put in place to support and train more people to improve on employment, it's also a seed fund. Because if you look at the Act 1023, the Commission for Tibet part of it is that established the Ghana Skill Development Fund Committee. So now we're starting it as a project, but it's also a continuous thing that has come to stay. So it's not going to be a project that is run after one or two years and it goes out. We were working on to see how best do we get the industry to also come on board to be able to have a sustainable funding. Mm. So in terms of all uh, in, we flipping the coin mm -hmm. to make 80 or more than 50% go to TVET. Okay. We're looking at assets, we're looking at quality, we're looking at governance and management, which governance and management has been dealt with. Now we have established sector skill bodies and we are working on to make sure that they can be permanent bodies that can lead the mm -hmm. charge for TVET. Okay. Then we look at uh, with the assets. We've talked about infrastructure upgrade and building of new schools. All these are being worked on. Then the quality, making sure that our TVET system uses what the, we say competency-based training. In that case, it's industry-led, it's demand-driven, and it's reviewed almost every now and then. You don't wait till after 50 years or 20 or 30 years or sometime even 10 years. Mm -hmm. With the current industry that we are in now, Things change, things maybe, are changing very, very probably quickly, even yes. in a week or a day. So we cannot be dealing with things that are as old as 30 years. Okay. I can bet you some lecturers now are still using old notes <laughs> 10 years ago. But things have changed. And with the competency-based training, you are expecting to have 30% of your time in school, then 70% of your time at the oh, industry. Yeah, so the if our technical university, which we are working with very well, gradually move to the CBT approach, that means if I'm in Accra Technical University and I'm dealing with furniture or woodwork, mm -hmm. wood technology, 70% of the time I'm in the I, industry. I should be in the workshop. Or exactly. So it's not about wait somewhere. and wait at the end of the semester, chew and go and pour and get 70% and say I have a degree. No, but 30% I'm in school, 70% I'm going to probably even a, a, a community or a master craft person who is an informal person to even get to learn some of the things they are doing. How do we even improve on it? Mm -hmm. And that is the approach that we are going. If we're able to do that, the issue that was raised that uh, there's no skills or Unemployment as a result of uh, lack of skills can be turned we'll around. Let, let's 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 look a little backwards. Um, you are talking about things that are happening now and things that will probably go on in the future. We'll get to that in a second. But so far, how many people have benefited from the fund over the years since when? When was the fund established? Okay, so the fund was just you know we just um, um, put out a call for proposal. Proposal. This is the first call for proposal. Oh. Um, we are expecting that. A minimum of 700 enterprises will benefit from this okay. Ghana Skill Development Fund, okay. this phase phase. We are hoping that um, industry might end up adding more money. If they do, mm -hmm. then of course, we will also expand. TVET is something that government alone cannot do it. The good thing is government has shown a good uh, will 
by putting a huge amount of money in place. We are mm-hmm. expecting that industry will match government with it. Okay. But 700 enterprises are expected to benefit from okay. this fund. From the fund. Okay. fund. The call for proposal was put out um, a month ago. Okay. Ideally, the deadline for submitting uh, the concept note is tomorrow, wow. which is the 16th. But looking at the statistics we have so far, as I'm talking to you, 400 because the first call for proposal we're expecting about right now 482 applications have been submitted 482 concept notes okay then we have 2158 applications at various stages of completion in the system everything is being done online Mm -hmm. digitized system okay but you know the application goes through a grand cycle first we do a call for proposal. Mm-hmm. Then there's a concept note mm-hmm. uh, writing where you you put in your issues, your problems, and mm-hmm. other things mm-hmm. that you intend to solve. You put them there. After the concept note submission, we do a review, an assessment, and evaluate. Then we screen. The successful concept note goes to the next level, okay. which is the detailed proposal writing. And detailed proposal writing, some people are probably might have the solutions, but have the innovative ideas and or and are creative, but might not be able to uh, uh, address it. How do they go do through a full detailed proposal? Okay. For those ones, we will give them intermediaries to support them. I see. And after the full detailed proposal, we do what we call the due diligence. So the due diligence will have officers who will come back to really confirm your full detailed proposal. Then you move to evaluation stage. Then after the evaluation, then we move to the steering committee with the due diligence and evaluating report for them to make a decision on okay. it. After decision is made, you sign your contract, you go to implementation, which we will be working with you through monitoring and support. Then after you finish, we are expecting that within six months, at least 50% of that, your outcome should be met, which most importantly include the job creation aspect of it. So you mentioned that you, you have a target of 700, right? So you are hoping that Min- after... Minimum. Minimum. Minimum, because remember that uh, we have four windows. Windows 1, one two, two, three, three and, and four. Uh, one is the 800,000... Two is the 80 to 88. Then three is the 1.2 million. Mm-hmm. Then four is the 2 million. Okay. So, we have so this, for what, this for window one? No, no, that is for the entire That's phase. The entire phase, phase okay. of an, yeah. So, and, uh, but we are hoping that uh, if we're able to get a good enough concept node that can lead to the jobs, then probably we don't need to go through the various calls for proposal. But we are expecting to go through five calls for proposal. This one... If you are not successful, you can try the next call for proposal, and we have four more to go more to, to go. be able to complete. We are hoping that by the time we go through probably the first two, we will have industry also meeting government halfway. halfway. If industry decide that government has put in sixty million, so we want to support with ten million or twenty million dollars or something, mm. we will have to expand. Okay. The ultimate aim is that we want to have our local industries have the skills and the capacity they need to be able to expand. Mm. Government doesn't create jobs as much. Government makes the uh, conducive environment mm-hmm. for industries, private people to be viable. Mm. And that is what government is doing right now. So, so, so for, say, people who already have skills, 
and they want to start a business, can they approach the Ghana Skills Development Fund for support? Are you hoping? Like, are you are you open to? This to, is not a startup. It's not a startup. startup. Okay. Yeah, I know NEIP Ghana Enterprise Agency are giving startup capitals, okay. and you, you so they focus a lot more on the startup. Yeah, startup like you start and yeah, which, kind of so thing. the government is doing multiple things at the same time mm-hmm. and the ultimate aim it's is to, to teach job. people's skills and create jobs mm-hmm. because sustainable employment is a result of good skills you can have job today but if your skills are not one that you can upgrade it of course you you, you, you yes you, and like yeah. you've established things change so if exactly. you don't upgrade exactly. your skill you, you'll be found wanting so so effectively you are dealing with what um Companies or small com- businesses that already exist, yeah, okay, least. and are seeking to probably improve and get better. Yes. So, if people want to get into, somebody's listening to us. They have a small business. They are hoping for support and all of that. How can they get in touch? Um, your first point of call is the commission for TVET. Okay, or you can also go to the website commission for TVET mm-hmm. website, or specifically you can go to gsdf.ctvet. Dot mm. gov dot gh. Okay. Can, can, you or, it, can you run it by us again? Uh, it's www dot gsdf g like girl mm-hmm. s like sam d like dog G-S-D-F. f like frank mm-hmm. dot c tvet okay charlie tom vera echo tita <laughs> yeah. okay okay then dot gov dot gh tsdf dot ctvet dot gov dot gh or you can also call um zero three zero three the application deadline was tomorrow, which okay. is the 16th mm-hmm. of September. Looking at the fact that we want to give everybody the opportunity <laughs> so that we can get the best out. Is that even possible, giving everybody the opportunity? As much as possible. Okay. That is why, looking at the number of applications we have in the system mm-hmm. right now, 2,158, 2, yes. then um, 482 have already submitted. We want to open up. So government wants to create jobs and creativity comes, it can come from places you don't expect. You want to look at how even female led uh, organizations can also benefit from this. The lagging regions, most of the time, if you look at the statistics we have so far, majority of the applications are coming from um, Ashanti region and greater Accra region. Then uh, followed by Eastern region. Okay. The larger regions uh, are half full, north, northeast, Savannah, uh, Apart, and Savannah, and the rest. They are not. We are not seeing as much. And we did an outreach, mm-hmm. and we want to see how best all these larger regions can also benefit. Why, why do you think that is the case? From what you've observed, why uh, is it that you don't have a lot of applicants coming yeah, from? Because those majority places? of that time, when we put out something like this, the communication only sits here. But mm. this time, what we did was not to be doing only in Accra. We have people that have gone around. And because the outreach started in Accra, in Ashanti region, and Eastern, and Central, and the rest, now we had teams, we divided the country into four, and we had a set of teams that went to almost all the regions to have stakeholder engagement and capacity building for people. So now we see almost 2,000 plus in the system. Um, 
management and the ministry sat down and decided that we need to give more people the opportunities. That is why we have added two more uh, weeks two to more the weeks. concept okay. note okay. Uh, stage so that people can have the opportunity to submit their concept notes. I see. Just f- final words, because this issue of small businesses, job creation, is very, very, it's very dear to a lot of people, and it affects a lot of you. So final words as, as we conclude this conversation. You've mentioned how people can get in touch with the Ghana Skills Development Fund, but just final words on all of this, and maybe you can demystify the myth that some of these things are some people feel that oh these things they are beyond our reach we are not eligible we are not viable we we cannot access some of these things what will you tell those businesses out there who feel that this is beyond them and it's for only a select few no 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 you see one good thing in our assessment and in our evaluation is that we are giving special attention to persons with disability and females. So if it's a female-led organization, there are extra points that are given to them. If you are coming from the lagging regions, there's extra points we give. Mm -hmm. If you are a female, there's extra points we give. All the government quest is to make sure these uh, vulnerable so-called are given the opportunity because for them, if they are given the opportunity, we can have a balanced system and we mm. can create more jobs. We cannot leave them behind. We have more females in the country than males. Mm-hmm. Why can't we give them the opportunity? If they are employed, one female is employed, they feed a whole family. They feed, uh, probably end up feeding their husbands. <laughs> Do you understand? So, we want to give more opportunity to everybody. And that is why we have even given that extra two the weeks. Extra two weeks. So that we can give support both uh, desktop, both through course, through capacity, any form that we can. Mm-hmm. So majority of these 2,000 plus can be able to submit mm-hmm. their concept note. Mm-hmm. And if you are not successful for this first call, there there's are, opportunity there for more call opportunities for you to be successful. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That, that's that's great. We've been speaking to Dr. Fred Chiasama. He's Director General, Commission for Technical Education and Vocational Training, CTVET. And we'll be talking about... Commission for Technical and Vocational Education. Okay, technical okay, and vocational education. Okay, and training. And training. So, technical and vocational education and training. Thank you for that correction. Doc, thank you so, so much for your time. And wish you the very best. And people out there, please, like he said, it's not only meant for a select few. Send me your applications. Get yourself together. Put your paperwork together. And you are fortunate to get support so you can build your business and employ a lot of people. Dr. Samar, thank you so, so much. And wish you the very best. Thank you, Nathan, for having me. Welcome. Nine eleven. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Send us a message on zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. Now they say fashion is a way to say who you are without having to speak, and GTP is ready to inspire you to express yourself through fashion. At GTP, we believe you are unique and you deserve to show off your authentic style and fashionable taste. That is why we make sure to keep your life styled always. GTP life styled. Now, I think about getting that project started, 
are you thinking about renting fees? Well, worry no more. Speak to First Atlantic Bank. They've got the payroll loan and it's been put together for those whose salaries are paid by the controller and accountant general's department. You can apply for a loan of up to 150,000 CDs to uh, take care of all those pressing needs. You can dial star 442 star 30 hash to apply or visit any First Atlantic Bank branch near you. First Atlantic Bank, refreshingly different. This is the City Breakfast Show. We'll take a snappy break. When we come back, we've got more for you. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. You can live regardless of whatever may happen. You can live freely and truly. With you assurance, you can. Insurance. Insurance. Our business. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Welcome back. This is the City Breakfast Show. Send us a message on 0549-986-996. Talking about skills. You need skills. Data analytics skills, I mean. Now, are you getting good insights from your data for decision making? Join the data analytics revolution and empower your team to work smart, save time and deliver insights from data using the world's most powerful business tools, Microsoft Excel and Power BI. Now, Finest Skills Hub offers hands-on practical training to corporates and individuals in Excel for work, data analytics, and financial modeling to help you improve your productivity at the office. 
Mm-hmm. Reach out to Finex Skills Hub on 0244-782356. Or visit their website, finex, F-I-N-E-X, skillshub.com to sign up for our corporate and individual training sessions. Finex Skills Hub, learn, connect, grow. When you buy anything, it has to be the very best. Diamond 42.5 hour grade cement is the highest quality cement on the Ghanaian market. These days, they even have the 32.5 hour grade, which is a good value for your pockets. You deserve the very best. Make Diamond Cement your number one choice for all your building needs. Find Diamond Cement. They've got factories at Aplau, Takradi, and Bui Call them on 0244 313368 or 0202 0212175. You love it when somebody sends you money on your wallet. Yeah. Let's talk about MTN. Or let's talk to MTN. I've been joined by Faisal Ali, his manager, MTN Momo, or Momo Southeast. I don't know what that is, Southeast. What that is. Anyway, Faisal, good morning. Welcome to the City Breakfast Show. Hi, good morning. How are you doing? Very well. Great, great, great. Your manager, Momo Southeast. What, what does that mean? Momo okay, Southeast. So, is he a region? Um, all right. So, <laughs> Ghana, as a business, we've divided the country into three different parts. Oh. We have the northern parts, we have the western, and then we have the southeast, which includes Accra, Eastern, Volta, and Okay. Yeah. I see. I see. Um, so, um, Mobile Money Limited, that's, that's the official name exactly. of the people you, you work with. Mobile Money Limited, they've put together a promo to reward customers for their loyalty and to promote digital payments via Momo. So for the next three months, starting from beginning August 15, which was a few weeks ago, to August 30, the company will reward 250 customers each week. Yeah. With prizes worth up to 5k, I hope I make that selected group. Though. All right, let, let's um, first of all, congrats. I mean, you've been around for a while, you've been around for a while. This is what um, the Momo month, right? Exactly, you're in the Momo month. Yeah. Great. Um, how's it been like from the beginning? When, when did Momo start with MTN? Okay, so uh, thank you and uh, good morning to all our listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, mobile money has been in existence from 2009. 2009? Yeah. 13 years. Exactly. So wow. uh, we've been providing financial service digitally to our customers. Um, started with MTN and today we are MML mm-hmm. by regulation. Okay. Um, the journey hasn't been easy, mm. uh, very difficult one, but we can only thank our customers for their loyalty and then their support to our business. Ah, I see. So the service as um, introduced 2009, we started with uh, what we call our appreciation month, which is mobile mm. money month. And this starts from um, August. Okay. And every August is our mobile money month. Okay. Where we celebrate. Was it your birth month? Yes, we started in July, but ah. launched officially in august as part of our activities yeah 
So um, we've earmarked this month to celebrate our customers and our partners. Mm -hmm. And this year uh, is no exception. We are also celebrating our customers. Fortunately, we are in a global appreciation week from MTN Business. So we are appreciating our customers and want to use this opportunity once again to say a big thank you to all our customers for patronizing our service. The service um, in this month comes with a lot of goodies. Uh, like you indicated, we are rewarding 250 customers every week mm -hmm. from 15th of August to end of October. Mm -hmm. And this reward will come in a form of electronic cash. So just expect the alerts. <laughs> I see. I <laughs> once, see. Once you accrue um, mm -hmm. points, uh, just expect the alerts. You'll be one of these um, lucky winners of the prizes that we have. Mm -hmm. As part of the activities for the month, uh, we started with our uh, market launch mm -hmm. where we went into the markets to appreciate our customers for mm -hmm. using the service. We went ahead to also uh, have our stakeholder forum where we engage our stakeholders, the regulator, and our partner banks for their support in this and also pick their insight as to what the future looks for all of us okay. in this industry. So we have a lot of activities happening in the markets and we'll continue to delight our customers in that regard. Interesting. So so how do how does one get to participate in this promo, because if 250 people are winning five, is it 5,000 CDs? Do they have to share 5,000 CDs? No, so Each person gets 5,000. No, so oh, the okay. prices ranges from 100 to 5,000. Uh, 100 to 5,000. So you could so get anything. Get any. okay, so yeah. we have 5,000, we have 3,000, we have the 2,000, 1,500. I mean, it I moves on and, on and on and on. So how do people participate in the, how do, how do they join this promo? You've told us Very, what the rewards are. Yeah. Uh -huh. Very simple. Um, we are making it available to all customers. So every mobile money user uh, is a potential winner of this uh, promo. Uh -huh. What you need to do is just to use your wallet, spend every single Ghana CD that you want to use uh, through mobile money, and you stand the chance of winning. Mm. First of all, we are looking at um, payments. Uh, we are in a digital environment where we want to also encourage digital payments. Therefore, if you use your mobile money uh, to make payment to a Momo Pay account, I'm sure you've come across a lot of outlets where you see mobile money. Yes, 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 yes. yes, 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 yes so yes, yes. once you see that, just make that effort to make payment via mobile money. Mm -hmm. You stand the chance of earning two points for every one Ghana CD that you spend. Two points for every CD? Every CD that I you see. spend. I and see. then when you use your wallet to also buy airtime or data bundle, you also generate some points. You can only check your points when you dial star 170 and select option 7. You'll see your points accrued. And these points last for the week. Okay. After the week, you start afresh. So we want to give a level playing ground for everybody. Mm. So everybody start from afresh, um, beginning of the week, and then you'll be able to generate those points and then directly. Okay. I see. So, so if I win, how do I get notified? Very simple. Um, we call our customers. And uh, the only channel we use to contact our customers is 0244-300,000. That is the official line. Once you are called, um, you'll be notified that uh, you've won part of our ongoing promo. And uh, you'll be receiving your electronic cash via your wallet. Mm -hmm. And we'll credit your wallet. The, of course, um, being in this industry for some time now, 
people might take advantage of some of these uh-huh. promos. So it's important we also educate our customers on some of these fraudulent um, calls that might come through. That's why I indicated our official line, which is a 0244-300,000, as the only line that can call you and then mention that you've received or you've won mm. uh, a prize from MTN. Okay. And please don't entertain any other call um, beyond 0244 mm. as um, calling from MTN or trying to um, tell you you've won something or something of that sort. But mm. the only line that we have is that uh, 0244. Okay. And once you win, we'll call you. Okay. Um, yesterday, we did a third um, presentation uh, we started from 15, like I indicated. So yesterday, Wednesday, was the third presentation. Mm-hmm. And next week, Wednesday, we'll also do another uh, set I see. of presentation. I see. So I'm there. Somebody calls me, certainly not on 0244-300,000, but some number calls and says, oh, you've won ABC, XYZ. And I report yeah. to MML. What usually happens? So when people file fraud reports, what usually happens? Because I hear a lot of people say, oh, I've told MTN and they don't hear anything again. Okay, all right. <laughs> we we do quite a number of things uh, behind the scenes to support our customers anytime they report fraudulent cases. And let me also mention that if you receive any of such calls and you suspect it to be a fraud, please contact 100 to report it. Or you can also send the number and a message to 1515. These are channels you can use to report fraud mm-hmm. to MTN. And once we receive those fraud cases, we investigate to also ascertain whether indeed uh, it is a fraudulent report. Okay. Once we confirm that, we hand over the details to police who are the regulatory to handle such further investigation. So that is what we do as MTN. We work very closely with the police. And uh, we've had a lot of arrests and a lot of prosecutions. Oh, really? Oh, yes, uh, with regards to mobile money. Interesting. So Interesting. we've been working closely with them, and they will provide those details. Okay. Accordingly. All right, just two questions. One, um, you mentioned that we are in an age where digital payments are, is the in thing, really. That's what people do. So what, what's, what are some of the things MML is doing to ensure that more and more people embrace this way of life? And two... Your thoughts on the future of of digital payments? From here, where do we go? Okay, all right. So um, from the MML perspective, uh, we'll continue to provide the digital platforms for customers to be able to uh, make their transactions Mm -hmm. seamlessly without handling cash. So one of the things we are doing here is to promote the payment system. Mm -hmm. Uh, This, we are doing it as a business by providing the Momo Pay wallets to merchants. So you go to service providers, you go to product and service where you want to buy, you see mobile money available for you to be able to pay. Again, we are also looking at advanced services. Um, Mm. Today, mobile money has gone beyond just transfer of money, and we provide insurance, we provide um, utility bill payments, you can also access some uh, micro loans that you can also use yeah. for your day to day activities. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of people like oh, that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, that is what we are doing uh, in terms of promoting the digital payments. We are also into partnership uh, with uh, Ghanaian businesses. Uh, we have entrepreneurs who have um, access and they want to partner with us. We've created what we call the Open API 
where customers can just directly integrate with us to be able to also offer their services online for customers to be able to pay via mobile money. And we are doing that and also allowing businesses with um, casual workers to also be able to pay their salaries directly uh, via mobile money through what we call our bulk payments uh, platform. So okay. these are some of the things we are doing to support local businesses mm-hmm. and as well provide opportunities for customers to use digital okay. payments. Okay. And, and, what, and what about the future? What's next? Currently we are in this pl- space. We are doing all kinds of amazing things. Yeah. What's what's next? What, what What's the future of digital payments? Okay, so it's uh, interesting and um, I can only encourage everybody to participate in it. The next phase of digital payments it has to do with partnership. And like I said, we need to now expand the ecosystem by allowing customers and businesses to partner with us so that we become the conduit through which payments can be done. Again, we are also um, promoting digital payment through apps. Um, I'm sure most of our listeners today might have come across what we call the MTN Momo app. Yes, yes, yes. I discovered yes. this a few weeks ago. Yeah, and I, I didn't I'm know sure you love transactions. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a very interesting app. Very, very interesting yeah. app. So, so those are the things we are promoting now just to make um, the life of our customers a lot more brighter mm-hmm. so they can be able to do their transactions. So the app is one of the things we want to encourage every customer to just go on to Play Store or App Store and download um, the app so that you can enjoy the ease of yeah. Look, I recommend it. Please download the, the the Momo app, the MTN Momo app. Very, very, very good app. Really, really good app. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so that's those are the things that we are doing, okay. and uh, we'll continue to partner with our stakeholders to be able mm-hmm. to uh, achieve that. All right, Faisal, thank you so so much. It's Momo Month on MTN, so please, you can also win up to 5,000 CDs. Every week, oh, 250 customers. I hope I'm waiting for mine. I'm waiting for the call to come that I've won something. <laughs> Thank you so much, Faisal. Faisal Ali is manager. Thank you. MTN. He's with the Momo Money Limited and he's a Momo Southeast. And he explained it for us. So listening to the City Breakfast Show. Why should I be coming early in the morning? Oh yeah, shaking my kiss in my morning. 
Call me Mr. Bean, I go make you own Zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. This is still the City Breakfast Show. Remember, if you are in Ho, you are listening to us on Cool FM. And if you are in Takrade, you are listening to us on Premier FM. All right, let's talk about. You know, we had MTN here. So, MTN, big company. So, let's talk about elite people. Select groups. Chosen ones. I've been joined by Yao Amwati Efriye, who's deputy CEO of uh, the GIPC. I also have Evan Sasari, senior manager, deal advisory, and he's with KPMG. Talk about the Ghana Club 100. Gentlemen, good morning. Welcome to the City Breakfast Show. Good morning. Good How morning. We're good. How are you doing? Fine. Very well, by great, grace. Great, Thank you very much great, great, for having great, us. Great, great, great. Um, let's let's first talk about the Ghana Club 100 events. Yeah, well, let me start off with you. Mm. A lot of people hear about the Ghana Club 100. They, they hear about the event. Some people may not even know what it is. So what exactly is the Ghana Club 100 and what is this event you guys are putting together? Okay, thank you very much. Um, the Ghana Club 100 uh, is, in a nutshell, a, a prestigious uh, corporate uh, excellence award. Okay. Uh, now, the Ghana Club 100 is also GIPC's uh, flagship uh, event to really honor and, and showcase the best and brightest from corporate Ghana. Okay. Uh, we have been doing this uh, event since 1998. And so we have a lot of experience, absolutely. We have a lot of experience uh, in this field. Uh, unfortunately, because of the, the ravages of the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, we have missed Club 100 for the last two years. Okay. And so this year, the theme is really revitalizing uh, the private sector as a catalyst uh, for growth. Mm. Uh, and we really want to acknowledge the your man's uh, job that the Ghanaian private sector have done uh, to really uh, hold firm the anchor of the economy over the last two years and to say to them that government is aware of what you're doing. It is a forum for us to dialogue. It is a forum for GIPC to understand the needs of the private sector. But importantly, it's a forum to also have fun and to reward <laughs> corporate excellence. And okay. so in a nutshell... Uh, that is Club 100. Okay. Now, for, for this year's event, are there any targeted sectors? Are you looking at selected sectors for, for yes. this year's event? So, for, for, for this year's uh, event, uh, of course, we're looking to reward the top 100 companies in Ghana and KPMG, uh, who are the consultants uh, for the 19th edition, are here to speak to that issue. Now, the, the sectors in focus are agriculture and agribusiness mm -hmm. and those within the value chain processing etc. I think it's important that we recognize that segment, financial services, uh, which has gone through uh, some volatility over the last few years, mm -hmm. uh, is also one of our key sectors. Uh, information, communication, and technology, an area that Ghana is increasingly gaining momentum and a competitive advantage uh, within the sub-region. Services, generally, infrastructure mm -hmm. uh, is there, and within that construction, etc. Uh, petroleum and mining services. And tourism, I know you speak about tourism here on City a lot. Tourism is also recognized as a major sector and health and education. But importantly, the linkage between all these sectors uh, is the 
Ghana Cares About Tampa program, okay. uh, the flagship government uh, initiative uh, led by the Ministry of Finance, and these are the anchor sectors within those, and so we want to uh, really uh, recognize them as such. I, I see. Uh, let me bring in Evans. Evans Asari is with uh, KPMG. Um, yeah, talks about ranking, right? He says we are going to award the top 100 or so, the call it Club 100. How are these companies going to be ranked? Because I, I'm thinking, why, which company gets to be one, two? So, I mean, from you guys will work out the modalities. How are you going to rank these companies? All right, thank you very much for the question. So, we have a, we've agreed some criteria for, for the ranking. I see. And in the past, it's been based on three um, parameters. This year's we've added a fourth parameter. Mm-hmm. So the first is based on the size of the company. Size. Size, yes. Mm-hmm. And we're going to use the net assets of the company as a measure of size. Okay. So we're going to look at, you know, you have mentioned for the past two years, they haven't done it. So we're mm-hmm. going to look at the last three years, 2019 to 2021. Uh, what's the average wow. of that metric? Okay. And then the second parameter is to look at profitability. Because mm. if you want to be part of this club, you need to be a profitable company. So we are looking at operating profit, okay, See. level. That is um, profit before you take out your finance costs and all the, your taxes and mm-hmm. all that. So we look at companies that have positive, you know, numbers for the last three years. COVID has, you know, ravaged quite <laughs> a number of companies. Yeah. So 2020, probably the financial results may not look that great. So mm-hmm. we want to sort of neutralize the effect, you know, by looking at a three-year you know, average. Mm-hmm. And then the third one is to look at growth. growth. You mentioned growth. Yes. So companies that have really shown growth potential through three main parameters or metrics. Number mm-hmm. one, the net asset, mm-hmm. total asset, okay. and then revenue. That even irrespective of the ravages that COVID has, you know, wrecked on companies, companies that have shown this um, remarkable growth, need to be rewarded. And then the fourth one that we are looking at this year that we are adding is corporate social responsibility. Okay, because CSR. If, yes, CSR. Yes. So if a company really wants to be part of this club, then it must have demonstrated over the past three years that it has contributed something to the development of the environment, to the you know society that it operates in. Mm. So we are going to look at its revenue as a percentage, the spend on CSR as a percentage of revenue. Will as a measure, mm. so we have allocated various weightings to these four ah, okay. metrics. Uh, so for size, we are looking at thirty percent. Okay. okay. So uh, for profitability, we are looking at thirty percent. For growth, we are looking at thirty-five percent, and then for CSR, we are looking at five percent. So this is the way we come up with a hundred. Okay. So to answer your question. The one that gets the highest in terms of the weighting comes as number one. I see. That's so, the so I see that CSR really won't count for much. It's important, but in this weighting thing, it may not count for too many things. It, you know, looking at the fact that it's five percent, it, but it's still it's, it's still important. It's, it's, it's important. It is I mean, important. One percent can make a difference between, one, position between position one and two. One and two. <laughs> so, okay. uh, so it, it is quite important. So, five, so, five so you take all these companies, right. apply the matrices, exactly. and then we'll determine which company comes first, mm. comes second. And no. Um, now, which companies are eligible for for the Ghana Club 100 Awards? Yeah, mm. I, I don't know if you can answer that or Evans can answer that. I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Uh, well, first of all, all entrants must be uh, limited liability uh, companies, oh, right? Okay. That's very important. So, for those listening, all entrants must be limited liability companies. Uh, for companies with a government interest, uh, the government ownership should be less than 50 percent. 
less than 50%. Less than 50%, unless, there's a caveat, unless the companies uh, are listed on the Ghana Stock Exchange. Okay. Right? So let me repeat that. So for companies with a government interest, mm-hmm. government ownership should be less than 50%, mm-hmm. unless the company is listed on the GSE. I see. Right? Good. And, and for all the entrants, uh, they must have a cumulative net operating profit uh, for the uh, last three years, as, as my colleague has already stated. Um, so that is essentially the eligibility criteria. So limited liability companies qualify. Mm-hmm. Uh, companies with a government interest should have 50%. less than 50% unless they, they are listed, listed on mm-hmm. the Ghana Stock Exchange. Interesting. So how does an interested business apply for inclusion? They are listening to us. They look at their books, they look at their own features yeah. and say, okay, look, we take a lot of these boxes. So how can they apply for inclusion? Okay, so there are two ways. <clears throat> uh, we've already started publicizing the, uh, if you like, the criteria on our social media page. So if you follow us at GIPC Ghana on Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, LinkedIn, uh, it should uh, talk about uh, Club 100. We have a lot of postings on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are also rolling out an aggressive um, media uh, campaign, which is why we're here this morning, mm-hmm. uh, to uh, outdoor uh, the, uh, if you like, the entries list. Uh, the cutoff point for the entries list is on the 23rd of this month. Okay. Right? And companies can either submit to us physically at our offices in Cantonments, number one, Rangoon Lane, Vivo Place. So they can bring a physical uh, form that they have filled out uh, to us. Uh, they can also do so on the website, the GIPC official website, which is gipc.gov.gh forward slash blog, B-L-O-G. Okay. There, there is a, a form. They can fill it out. It's very exhaustive. Once they have done so, they can also submit through the website. Okay. So there are a number of ways that companies uh, can submit their entries. Mm. So which means they have about, what, eight days? Also, uh, I think your mass is better than mine. <laughs> so essentially. About eight days yes. to get themselves together. So when is the awards event happening? Where is it happening? Uh, the awards will take place, uh, God willing, on the 14th of October. Mm. Uh, it will take place at the Kempinski Gold Coast Hotel. Uh, so 14th of October at the Kempinski uh, Gold Coast Hotel. We're expecting the best and brightest from corporate Ghana, we want people to come, enjoy, uh, network, uh, talk about their business experiences, uh, meet with government stakeholders, some of whom will be there. Hopefully, His Excellency, uh, the President, will be there as well as a special guest of honor uh, with uh, other important government functionaries. And so we're hoping for an excellent uh, program. It has been long overdue. Uh, we are excited by the fact that KPMG uh, is our partner uh, this year, and they speak to it and bring so much passion uh, to the table, and so we're hoping that this year we will have a ranking which is devoid of of murmurs and disagreements. <laughs> there will always be disagreements yes. when it comes to rankings, but we're hoping that you know the exercise will really showcase and tell us how far we have travelled post pandemic, mm. and the kinds of, uh, of 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 measures that ought to be put in place to support uh, corporate Ghana okay. to really become that anchor for this economy. And move us all forward. And who are your sponsors for this year's event? Uh, we have a number of sponsors, and um, perhaps if I if I if I may, also use your medium uh, to call out for prospective partners. Mm. Uh, we're looking for those pe- companies out there uh, who perhaps you know medium to large businesses uh, that want to showcase what you're doing to potentially come on our sponsors. But this year, we have two categories of partnerships. 
that the likes of Bank of Ghana and public institutions are supporting us uh, immensely. Uh, we also have the likes of KDL Group. Um, we have the uh, new Modern World Construction. We have the likes of, uh, of ZPay and others who are coming in. So it's, it's quite exciting. So we have sponsorship categories that if you come to GIPC or perhaps reach out to us uh, via our social media platform, we will be able to share these sponsorship packages uh, so that you can consider them and hopefully come on board as a partner. Okay. Concluding words, first let me um, talk to Evans. Evans, from um, your point of view, from the statistical point of view, final words for the companies who are listening to us and may be interested. They should start getting their books. What at all should they put together before they submit? Looking at it from your perspective, since you'll be the one scrutinizing those technical aspects, growth, profitability, that kind of thing. Absolutely. So, so we, we have put in place a, a robust approach for companies that are interested to um, use to apply to be mm-hmm. part of this process. And you can do it either online or by physical mm-hmm. submission. So number one, you must have audited financial statements for the last three years. I mean, if you want to be part of this club, you must have demonstrated some good corporate governance you know, system in place that your financials are you know, up to date. It's been audited from 2019 to 2021. Okay. So that is the first because we use a lot of the figures from those financial statements for the analysis that we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Then secondly, you must be tax compliant. Tax compliance. Okay. Yes, you cannot be part of this if your tax, you know, compliance is a bit, you know, questionable. So you must probably demonstrate that you have some tax clearance certificate as of 2021. I mean, if if possible, and then we would validate these numbers ah, okay. and this this information. And if you are, you say you've done some CSR activities, you we'll must check. attach some of <laughs> some documents check, yeah. to, we'll to be sure, we'll to verify all that, to be sure that indeed those projects exist and that you've really made that kind of contribution to the society. So that and then other documents that we probably mm. may be asking to be able to support okay. this application are the things that will be required for you to to be part right. of the process. Wonderful. Yeah. F- final words. I think final words for me is that, look, Corporate Ghana has come far. Uh, government, and in particular, uh, Ghana Investment Promotion Center, are solidly uh, behind you. Uh, we know that every now and then uh, we may uh, overlook certain things and get into a tussle. However, uh, we are doing so in good faith. We want Corporate Ghana to have, indeed, the support and the anchors, the incentives to be able to do proper business and employ uh, Ghanaians uh, into uh, the various uh, sectors. We also want to really... Uh, say to corporate Ghana that, look, let us become a bit more transparent in our dealings. Mm. Uh, let us not uh, hide. There are a number of excellent businesses in Ghana who nobody knows. And I think that if you want to be an excellent business person and leapfrog and be able to have the kind of support structures from government and others, you must come out okay. and engage with government. So this is also an appeal uh, to those companies who are out there who are making excellent returns in the market to be able to bring themselves forward, uh, take that uh, uh, leap of faith, uh, be courageous, because in the end, nobody's punitive. I believe that government has it in our interest to ensure that the private sector succeeds, mm. and not through punitive action, but through measures that will encourage uh, businesses to succeed. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 
9.48. So you heard it. Ghana Club 100. What's even for this year is happening. October. October 14th. So you've heard the modality. So get yourself together and apply. And be part of that super group. Ghana Club 100. I spoke to Yao Amwati Efriye, who's deputy, deputy CEO of the GIPC. And we also had Evan Sasari, senior manager, deal advisory, KPMG. Nine forty nine. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. Now the all new Ghana Pay Mobile Money Service is here. The app is also here. You can download the app from the Play Store or the App Store. Now you can send and receive money at zero transaction fees. Pay bills by airtime and data. Transfer money to and from your bank account. Do so much more your way. You can also register by dialing star seven zero seven hash. Visiting any and visit any branch of your selected bank to activate your wallet. Ghana Pay transaction be you free. You only pay e levy. Ghana Pay your money your way. Ghana Pay is a Gibbs and Ghana Association of Banks collaboration. Now the ECG. Electricity Company of Ghana is informing customers and stakeholders that following the September 1 tariff adjustment, they noticed that some of their prepaid meters, the BOT Alpha and eCash ones, were not responding accurately to power purchase by customers. Now, as indicated before the implementation date, teething challenge had to do with the date functionality drift in these meters. Now, they are saying that the technical challenge has been ID'd and corrected accordingly. However, customers whose prepaid meters run into negative balances after buying electricity should please know that their technicians are making frantic efforts to visit your residence or premises to resolve the situation by reprogramming your meters to ensure a refund of your credits and restore power supply. The ECG help desks in all district offices are also working all through the weekend, throughout the weekend. Once again, we apologize for the inconvenience caused to our um, cherish customers help ECG to serve you better. Still listening to the City Breakfast Show. We'll take a snappy break. When we come back, we've got more, or a bit more, and then we wrap it up here. This is the City Breakfast Show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. The City Breakfast Show. The City's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. 
Them belly full, but we hungry. And they would have killed Texas. Fix the country. So the people ban. Yeah. Separation. Nothing is. The mass and all the works you want to build. But it's in this generation. Can't take the corruption. I on them promise them no fulfill. Oh, yes. Separation. Nothing is. Them taking out the works you want to build. But it's in this generation. Can't take the corruption. I until them meet up to their friend. A promise is a comfort to a fool. It's hard to take it for them rule. After exercise, your franchise, not election pool. And spending a lot of flowers joining the voters here. Them rise up, come to power, and them treat me like bull. No matter how you judge, cannot be blaming the youth as fool. They make we understand that education is the tool. Can we make all the great again who work after school, yo? We wonder who them try fool. Yes, separation. Never massing all the world to want to build, but the youth in this generation can't take the corruption. I on them promise them no fulfill. How how separation, then taking out the world to want to build. Generation, generation. That the leaders exhibit, can repeat, make the future look so bleak. The youth are aspiration, gone with the wind. Tell me that they must try manipulate. We can't fend for our livelihood and we can't stick to it. Bag and load full of promises and they can't stick to it. Cost of living escalator, them no one stay to it. Oh yes, they signs are perilous. No for them feeling it. On the other side of reality, many want bigger with me some basic amenities. Purchase ability, clothing and shelter, idol and water, light up we well and make it brighter. Future out of the gloom, situation of a picture for the latter generation. We demand our own. 9:55. This is the City Breakfast Show. We'll be wrapping up shortly. A quick birthday message coming in. This one is from uh, Dr. Majid. Dr. Majid is with the NCA. And he says, it's his wife's birthday. His wife is Sakrata Lamini Drisu of the Foreign Affairs. The message is, please tell her I'll choose her over and over as my partner. No matter how you judge, cannot be from the kids, Tipa, Tipa Jao, Tipa Gia, I think. Tim Tuni, Tiyumba, and Tuntia. A few messages coming in before we wrap it up. This one says, in the face of these price increments, Causing loss of purchasing power. Why won't employees innovate to allow staff to work from home so they can make savings while they also cut down on utility costs? Oh, yeah. 
Thomas is asking, can you guys get someone on your show to teach us how to treat pipe water for safe drinking? We'll see. What I do know is the age-old method of boiling water. And that's what I know. And I've not heard anybody debunk that. This one says, after all these increments, if we ask our customers to pay more than the usual price, uh for sewing to ask you whether petrol increments affect our service david who's in a fee in yamataiko all right good morning this one says i'm still here thinking about how in katia is now selling at three cities says, hmm, may the Lord protect us all in this country. This one says, Nathan and Co. I have some basic questions on economics for the Bank of Ghana. The depreciating city, fuel price hikes, transport fares, transport fare hikes and utility price increases mean that our inflation is cost push but not demand pull. My question is, why would the BOG increase the NPR, which further increases the cost of doing business culminating in cost push inflation the solution is to reduce the npr thereby reducing cost of borrowing thereby reducing cost of production resulting in general price reduction it sounds simplistic but it is but that's what it is benjamin doku in nashaima reggie tego in northern thing in the uk says i'm driving to work this morning and i heard you talk about the increase in the price of water it's sad that our government has not been able to cushion the life of um, Ghanaians in difficult times. Here in the UK, it's equally tough, but the government is putting in measures to absorb some of the shocks facing the citizens. Do you know that water producing companies here cannot cut off your water supply even if you don't pay? They say water is so essential to life and they have to find a soft way for you to pay. If it comes to the worst, they don't, they don't have to cut your supply, but divide the costs uh, amongst those who pay. Kovin Thomas says, in addition to the many allusions to the president's assertion that she must have sneaked out, the interesting accounts by her lawyer seems like a call out of the officialdom. We must focus on the issues and not fall for the lawyer's strategy to get officialdom and media into the mix and at the same time play down events. This one says, hi, uh, it seems in Krabia is defending his clients by keeping his distance. He doesn't seem to know much about her. Just wants his money. He says he's my or she's married to a Ghanaian. Why is she being deported or repatriated? Siemens is asking that. This one says listening to Captain Retired in Krabia Efadate. What can I say is Brofia Drew? It seems Ghanaians uh, use words without looking at the technicality surrounding those words. This one says, please, so if I may ask, is Aisha Huan's case too difficult for our intelligence in this country? Please, Ghana leaders, stop wasting time. There are lots of pressing issues that must be attended to. We are suffering. Clemens Sender. And the final one, Aisha Huan case, make Basa. I'm beginning to fear that the case might turn to beans at the court. TJ from Belgium. We'll see how it goes. Well, that's our breakfast show for today. Many, many thanks for listening. Many, many thanks. Merci, gracias for listening. We appreciate that. My name is Nathan Kwao. I'm starting for Benadavle. I also had Godfrey Dakotoba from Caleb Kuda joining me earlier.
show was produced by Fred Jabanozoe Abubedoado and Caleb Koda. Godfred Odum gave us help on technical. Fresh and good to come in, right?